1: Tonight's show is probably going to be a little bit lackluster after after last night's roller coaster ride of um, fisticuffs and um, uh, uh, verbal warfare and speaking to a nonce in America. Yeah, we spoke to a paedophile in America, or certainly someone who um, who stands up for the rights of paedophiles, even if he isn't one himself. And we had an off come complaint. Apart from that. Great show last night, great show. Um, but do you know what? I'm feeling tired. This I'm, I'm feeling tired, and maybe it's just time just to do a nice relaxing show, shall we? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Alan. Y- yes, Alan. I was just saying, there was, was a big night in football tomorrow, and I couldn't do big matches. Literally couldn't care less. I, live here, Liverpool, Villa I don't know if you heard me. I said I couldn't care less, and yet you then pre- pre- proceeded to tell me about it.
2: Sorry, I oh, can't talk long. I've, I've got to answer the to call now. OK,
1: I'll, 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 I'll get rid of you then. as simple as that. <laughs> Let's try Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. Hello, Ian. How, how are you, man? None of your business, man. What you got? Beautiful. Well, I've just had um, 46 accidental seconds talking to Talksport. Well, I bet that was fun. Which was idiot was which idiot was hosting there? Not the know. stupid so woman who like don't Gavin, know how to put. Like shut up, Gavin. About? Will you shut up? You don't listen. Jesus. You don't listen, man. Okay, man. Okay, listen. Does everyone just just listen? I've lost what I was saying now. Go on, what were you saying? <laughs> no, I've, I've lost... Oh, yeah, talk sport. Yes. And they asked me how much I knew about football, and I said, well, I was trying to get through... Why is it right? What? Can we not... You're the second caller to talk about football to someone who doesn't care about football. I don't, what, I don't football. know anything about... <laughs> Thanks very much. Why is it... Two calls in... God, this is a rough start to do. It's supposed to be a laid-back... supposed to be a laid-back vibe tonight. I'm really tired. And some stupid idiot parked really... Bad. We've got a tiny car park here. Uh, um, Talk Radio and Talk Sport Tiny car park that we, we share right? Little bit of the car park belongs to the building Next door And that man got so angry with me Parking my car in his parking space I didn't know it was his parking space He put up bollards around it Removable bollards So that's one space left We're not allowed to park where the bins are For some reason Because if you do you get pal- wooden pallets lent against your car Happened to me and Kath So there's not many car parking spaces But <clears throat> With a little bit of luck and a bit of imaginative thinking, you can park in the car park, Tetris-styly, right? And you can easily get one, two, three, four, five. You can get five cars in that would still allow people to come and go, right? Five in without blocking the entrance. You could get those five in and you could get another two in. That makes seven but that might mean that those last two cars might have to move a little bit to let a couple of the other cars out. Okay? So you can get five cars in without causing a problem. Two more cars that might have to move a little bit later on, but that's understood that that's what happens. So I rock up to work tonight. Half past eight. Long, long old day. Good morning, Britain, this morning. What a day. I met Shane Ritchie, who was as delightful as you'd expect... I met Les Dennis, who was absolutely charming and wonderful. And uh, then, walking down the corridor, and I, and I saw some guy, and I went up to say hello to him. Short black gentleman with a bowler hat. He went, "Hello, my name's Tito Jackson." I went, "I know who you are, Tito. You're Tito Jackson. You don't have to introduce yourself to. You're Tito Jackson." It's been a long old day. So I rock up at half past eight tonight, and the area I said you could get five cars in, there was one car. car. Right? That meant there was space for four more cars before it started getting a little bit tricky. Four more cars. Right? But to get to that space, there's like a narrow alleyway, the width of width of a car. Just over. Car and a quarter. And some stupid idiot, talk sport presenter, had parked this, ma- they all drive massive Range Rovers. They all drive massive Range Rovers. People driving big cars who don't know how to drive them. So, this person had parked their massive Range Rover in the middle of the alleyway. Just parked, just left it there. And there were at least four more spaces behind that person's car. Just just left it there. So, I took a picture and texted Kath and said, which owns this? Ah, oh, it's one of the talk sports. Someone, someone will come down and move it. Fifteen minutes later, some lad comes down. Fair play. He's, you know, he's a lad who works at talk sports. And it, we said, oh, it's one of the presenter's cars. Oh, well, tell, Can you tell that presenter that they have parked like a tit? Anyway, so, you know, long and short of it is, I don't know the best of them. I can't, I can't be... Um, I can't be the Dalai Lama of the radio every night, guys. Come on. Let's try Gareth. Good evening, Gareth. You've not called in to talk about football, have you?
3: No, I haven't. What I called down, um, I've seen your documentary on Channel 5 and I could ad- identify a lot with it.
1: I bet you could. I've not.
3: Debate. I've not seen it
1: and I did a two-hour interview for what probably made 15 minutes of TV. So I've got no idea... We've got a couple of ideas which bits they left in there. So I don't know. But I'm, uh, you it's got... Very
3: you... good and very informative.
1: Was it? You got you
3: got stuff out of it, did you, Gareth? Yeah, like suffering from mental health. Mm. Probably somebody that mightn't. It would, it would, it would, it's great. They want to cut down. They inform people and they get the message out. And do you know what
1: don't... I want to do now, Gareth? What I want to do is the very second that would sort out um, my, um, rising fury, and would also sort my, my mental health out for for five minutes. Do you want to do a big bucket full of icy water, right? Re- uh, 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 proper icy. It's icy. Yeah. And then just shove my head in it as far down as it will go, and then pull it out. And then like shake like my like
3: head. Like they like, like, spoke it down to the a couple of years ago. Yeah, but
1: I'm not doing it for charity, and I'm not having it pulled over me. It's just the head that's going in. That would be great. Yeah.
3: That
1: would be great. You can get a walk-in therapy for I Know Not What, where you walk into an ice room. And I love being being freezing cold is the one thing that will cure my a therapy, migraines.
3: A Do you know, the... the the, where I love there's this place where you can go, and it's like a like a sauna sort of a thing, and it's a mm-hmm. great thing, you new know, for mental health. I, oh. I, I'm not I'm not totally sure all about it, but I heard somebody talking about it to me, and I need to investigate it more. But it's
1: investigate it. I've been to um, a salt cave. Yeah, but it's not really a cave. It's just a room on a trading estate that's filled with salt.
3: Yeah, it sounds, sounds great, like, it's great They, you know, to get something where you can just adjust, and yeah, just, what just I call, adjust. you can just sort of be, be more relaxed, because that's what happens to me, I would be sitting in, like, tenderhooks at times, and yeah. just have to remember it, and especially with anxiety and panic attacks, the heat, of uh, the summertime sort of can leave you all flustered, and, like...
1: Strip off, your, strip off to your pants, Gareth, <laughs> and and um, and ju- put, put on clean sheets and lie on the clean sheets in your pants <laughs> and wish your life away. That's what you should do. That's my medical advice. I'm giving out medical advice. not not legally allowed to. But that's, yeah. that's my advice. That's my medical advice. My
3: bodyguard, I was it's appreciating the small things too. you know, oh. like... No, like, like a walk, yeah. can things that you would take for granted, like looking up, at the, looking up at the sky and just wondering how great everything is instead of focusing too much on the negative.
1: I love a good old walk. A zen power walk is right up my strata. Uh, Garrett,
3: walk, have a much.
1: have a good weekend, fella. Cheers for calling. Bye then, same to you. Thank you, bye. Tati-bye, Tati-bye. Let's go to Ricardo. Good evening, Ricardo.
2: Hi, Ian. um Is it going okay tonight? Is it a good show? Or how are you feeling?
1: I don't know. Are you listening? Yeah. What do you think of it so far? I think it's pretty good. Okay. Well, I mean, you can't find it pretty quickly. So <laughs> that it means it's a good show, does
2: it? <laughs> it? means it's kind of a good show. Okay. Go but, um... Fine. No, I worked something out the other day and I thought of you. Yeah, go on. Um, I've realised for... On and off, yes. like eight years or so, I re-watch Enter the Dragon.
1: Oh, yeah. By Bruce Lee. I, well, yeah, I know who's know an answer. Don't think, feel, it is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the <laughs> finger, or you will miss all Don't the heavenly glory. So he says it, he says, glory. Don't concentrate on the finger.
2: Um, Sorry? But, yeah. I've just realised every eight years or so, I have to watch. I don't have to, but I do mandatory watch Enter the Dragon.
1: It's a great film. It's. The art of fighting without fighting. But it's like really not that great, but it's brilliant, isn't it? Right, hang on a second. Right, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Come YouTube, on. you can go and kiss your. I've had enough. People. Right, just Ricardo, stay there. Here's the thing, right? I am not a nanny service, right? I'm not a nanny in service, okay? So everybody on YouTube who is producing me, why don't you go, why don't you go and get, either get a job as a radio producer or go and go and tell Ian Collins what to do or go go and tell Nick Abbott what to do? Why don't you go and tell them what to do, right? Because I, I'm not a nanny in service. I'm not. Uh, You know, I'm not going to tiptoe around people. This is my show. Everyone gets, gets treated exactly the same, right? Everyone gets treated exactly the same. And if people are rude to me, I will be rude to them. So everyone on Twitter and everyone on YouTube who's producing this show, stick it. Stick it. Stick it. You're not welcome here tonight. I'm not having it. Go to the ads. Across the UK, online
0: and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative. With Ian Lee
1: on Talk Radio. Let's try it again, shall we? Ricardo Ian. Hello, mate. Hello, fella. It's all better now. Got that out of my Aww. system. Got that on my armchair armchair producers. <laughs> it's ten a penny. <laughs> I've, I've known Ian since twenty sixteen and what he did was out of order. You don't know me. You don't know me. No, you don't know hello. me. And you obviously hello. you don't understand the act as well as you thought you did. Thanks for listening. Um. Bye. It's a very strange dichotomy, isn't it? Ian? I don't know. I'll, I'll look up that word at the weekend and get back to you next week. <laughs> I know. I, I know what dichotomy means. It's when you're holding a fish in one hand and a puma in the other. It's. Well, yeah. Kind of
2: yeah, is. Happy, happy day. But no, Yes. I was going to say. Yes. um In um, Enter the Dragon. Yes. Every seven or eight years. What a great film! Oh, it's a
1: cracking film. You know. Favourite um, favorite line from Enter the Dragon? Oh. Hey, Mr. Handman. No, that's... Not, say the proper line.
4: Oh, I thought that was the proper line.
1: Bull... Uh. Oh, hang on, let me do it again. <clears throat> Bullshit, Mr. Handman. Why well, I didn't think I was allowed to swear. Yes, the proper <laughs> line. That is the proper line. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great <laughs> film. It's a great film, and what's brilliant now... Because, yeah. of course, when they used to show it on the telly in the 80s, they would cut yeah. the nunchuckers out. So it would go from that bit where yes. it whips out some nunchuckers, yes. then suddenly he's sitting down in the cave and putting nunchuckers <laughs> around it. So I never saw the nunchucker fight until about ten years ago. Yeah, but there was a bit of boobies as well. Love. Oh, she's beautiful, that woman. She is boobies. beautiful, that woman. Oh, that went with uh, Mr... Oh, ah. with, um, um, with the American guy. Yes, yes, She, yes, I had yes. such a crush on her as a 10-year-old. Oh, tell me about it.
2: Wowzers. She was like, I literally thought I was going to marry her. Oh like. well,
1: yeah, I, I, but then, yeah. then Jim Kelly, when they bring in, like, 20 hookers, and, and they go... Pick one. He goes, "Mm, I'll have you and you. Exactly. And he picks ten. He goes, the rest of the ladies, sorry, I need an early night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit tired. I'm a little bit tired. Come on. You know, it's been a long flight, Ian, if anything. It's been a long flight. It's a good film. It's a really good film. It's a great film. But I watched watched, uh, Rush Hour 2 a couple of days after
2: and I was like...
1: Uh, Does it I not stand know. up? I used to like the Rush Hour. First couple of Rush Hour movies, I liked a lot. Does it not stand up?
2: I like the bloopers. It's a bit like uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah.
1: I like I like the bloopers maybe more well, than. Well, you the know, well, you, you know why the bloopers are in it. You mentioned Smokey and the Bandit. Ooh. It's because because Burt Reynolds was a big yeah. f- big fan of Jackie Chan's, and he was trying to break Jackie Chan. In America, in the in the 70s and 80s, that's why yes, Jackie Chan's... he's in one of the films. He's in yes. Cannonball Run, playing a playing yes. a Japanese man, even though he's he's from Hong Kong. But yeah, Burt Reynolds was a huge Jackie Chan fan. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, because with the computer, the the car that was a bit like Kit out of Knight Rider. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It was, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. I I have not seen. Do you know what I could do with? Um, Saturday, tomorrow I'm going off to interview someone and we're going to play it out um, one night next week. I'm, I'm, I'm really thrilled about going to meet this young lady. Then I'm free all afternoon and I'd really like to watch Cannonball Run followed by Cannonball Run 2. Oh, get it. That would be my perfect Saturday afternoon. I don't know if anyone can make that possible for me, but that's exactly what I'd like to do. They are funny films, man. Oh, they're they're, they're hilarious, they're dreadful, but they're brilliant, they're absolutely brilliant. Because Roger Moore's in the first one, isn't he? (laughs) He's like a James Bond character. (laughs)
5: He's in one
1: of them. Roger Moore's in the first one, and, and Frank Sinatra's in the second one. Oh,
2: old blue eyes. It, it, oh, in the outtakes he's not happy. Have you seen the outtakes? I Where vaguely they, remember
1: it. He's because it, it, it's it's, yeah. it's Sammy Davis. Jeffing
2: yeah. Jeffin Jeffing, and he's a bit like, hey, come
1: on, yeah. guys. Yeah, he is. Right, they good. All right, that's tomorrow, that's Saturday afternoon sorted. Thank you, thank you very much indeed for that, Ricardo. I should be watching the um the Cannonball Run um duology. Do you, do you call it a duology? Extravaganza, Let's extravaganza, Ricardo. Thank you for that. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. There you go. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You can listen to us on DAB. You can uh, download the app. You can go to talkradio.co.uk. But one thing you can't do is you can't watch it tonight. Can't watch us tonight. We're having none of that. And maybe, and just maybe, maybe we we jack the whole streaming it in because it's a radio show. Got to remember that. Got to remember that it's a radio show, guys. And, um I do think that we are far too, as a society, far. I saw Math, um, M- M- Matthew Wright. Um, well, I can't remember um, the Matt Haig. Matt Haig. There we go. I was going through Matthew Wright, Matt Allwright, Matt Lucas, Matt Haig. There we go. That was the chain of events that took me to where I wanted to, where I wanted to go. He came off Twitter today for about twenty minutes, as predicted, and went back on Twitter. Fair play. He was commenting on the um, the Irish. Um, uh, vote that's going on today about abortion You're going to get a lot of flack Whatever you post about that You're going to get a lot of flack So um, I could see why he was getting flack But I do think Who was I talking to the other day Who was I talking to um, Oh I don't know But I was talking to someone About this whole um, thing of if If I do a radio show Or a TV show and people don't like it back in the days 20 years ago they would they would go right i'm going to i'm going to write a letter of complaint about this what he said there was outrageous right where's my there's a pen Have we got any paper ah there's the paper now dear sir i would like to complain about ian lee's twatish behavior on the uh, on the radio it was awful and outrageous and i hated it right Envelopes. We've got any envelopes? Now, most people would stop at that stage because no one ever has envelopes, right? But those that were determined would find an envelope, then they'd have to somehow phone up and find the address, then a stamp, they'd have to go and pay. That is a lot of effort. And if someone can be bothered to write a letter and put their name on it um, of complaint, then I respect that. I have to respect that, although when I was doing the 11 o'clock show 20 years ago, we would get like fan mail, but we never got, um, we never got like hate mail, and one day I was walking past this desk and there was a letter addressed to me and Daisy, Daisy Donovan who I used to do the show with, and um I went, oh, there's a letter for us here, it was a big pile of them, there's a pile of letters, so we opened the first one. Oh, God, it was horrible. Oh, God, it was horrible. I want to inject Daisy Donovan and Ian Lee with AIDS and send them to a tropical island so they can die slowly. Wowzers. But nowadays, if someone doesn't like something, they'll... Well, don't even email me. Even emailing me seems like a a big faff. They They will tweet... Or comment in a forum straight away, telling me exactly why I'm wrong and why this was bad and why that was a bad call and how they've been listening to me for three years and they know what I'm like, but that was out. Do do, all that. Do all that. And because we're on the radio or we're on the telly, we kind of have to take it. Ah, It's all part of the job. It's all part of the job. Being called a twant it's all part of the job. Being told that you are wrong is all part of the job. It's all part of the job. It's not. It's not. It shouldn't be part of the job. Why should it be part of the job? Do you go to a baker and go, those rolls are shit. Those rolls are really, really shit rolls. And do you know what? I hope you die and lose your job. No one does that. No one does that. You go to the... You go to Tesco and the woman on the till. God, I hate you. I hope you get cancer. No, no one does that. Or... You go, you go into the school where your kids are being um, taught, in the middle of a lesson, go right up to the teacher and go, you're a C. You are a massive C. Oh, and by the way, have a look at my penis. No one does that. No one does that. But on Twitter and in forums, apparently it's acceptable to do that. It's acceptable to go up to people, call them a C. If you're a woman, and I know this happens a lot because because Kath tells me about it and she shares them with me. You get people send pictures of their tiny, misshapen penises. When did that become? When did that become acceptable behaviour? It's not. And just because I'm on the radio, and just because Catherine is a woman who's on the radio, and just because, um, oh I don't know, Susanna Reid is, is, is a woman on the television. People think it's acceptable to do that and to say horrible things about our kids and wish all kinds of illnesses on us and send dick pics. It's not acceptable. It's unacceptable behaviour, right? And, and telling me how to do my job and tell it, pointing out where I have gone wrong. Do you know what? I am not interested in your opinion on that. I am not interested on your opinion of where you think I've gone wrong. I, I generally I know when I've gone wrong and I, I, I apologise when I go wrong there's something, who else do you hear apologising on the radio because they've got something wrong or they've changed their mind who, who, who else, name one other person on the radio that you've heard say sorry, sincerely and mean it ah, huh? right I will I will so, here's the thing right Let's, let's put our cards on the table and then we'll have a break. Then we'll go to Nigel and then we'll go to Bill, right? I know for a fact that me, Catherine and Sam are really, really good at our jobs. I know that for a fact. ...because there was a period in time when I wasn't good at this job... ...and I've worked with producers and co-presenters... ...who aren't very good at their job... ...and I've certainly worked with people where Sam's sitting... ...who are terrible at their jobs... ...God almighty... ...I know for a fact... ...that we are good at our jobs, right... ...and this show is us... ...this show is mainly me and Kath... ...but Sam certainly has an input, right... And it's a different vibe when he's here... ...this show is us, okay... ...you don't know me... ...you don't know Catherine. You don't know the act as well as you think you do because the act is ever-changing. Constantly switching. We are constantly, Catherine and I, consciously and subconsciously going, how can we get them tonight? What can we do to get them tonight? Constantly doing it. Sometimes we'll have the actual conversation. Sometimes we're just thinking it. Sometimes one of us will send a tweet going, Oh, this will annoy some people tonight. Why don't we do this? And the other one will go, it's It's a bit far, isn't it? But yeah, go on. If you're up for it, I'm up for it. And we do it. And sometimes it works. And sometimes it doesn't work. Brilliant. Failure on the radio from time to time. Be prepared to fail. You don't know me. You don't know the show as well as you think you do. It's not always going to be what you want it to be. And here's the thing, right? I love people phoning in and sharing stuff with me. But I've always said, always, everyone gets treated the same. If a 10-year-old's rude, I'll call them out for being rude. If a 90-year-old's rude, I'll call them out for being rude. If a blind man is rude, I'll call them out for being rude. If a woman in a wheelchair is rude, I'll call them out for being rude. Everyone gets treated the same. We don't do we don't do special favors because of your age or your gender or your sexuality or um, your disability. There's no there's no there's no. My kids have got a new thing now when we play games. It's only just started in the last couple of months. If I'm if I'm winning, go easy on me, dada. Go easy. And I, do you know what? They're six and eight. And sometimes I'll hold back a bit. Told you, told you. Sometimes I'll hold back, of course I've got a little bit easy on them, but that's it. That's it, guys. I am not responsible for your stuff. And the people on the YouTube channel, are, you still haven't got it. You still haven't got it. He's cut us off to no- annoy us deliberately. No. I think I know his act fairly well after years. No, you don't. You don't. You know bits of it, but you don't. Anyway, enough disappearing up our own fundaments. We've got Nigel, we've got Bill. 344 499 This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
1: 344 is the phone number. Good evening, Nigel. Good evening, Ian. Yes. yes. Good evening. How uh, things, mate? All right? Yeah, things are all right.
6: Uh, sorry about my language last week. It was bang out of order. Um, what,
1: what did you say? No, don't tell us what said you said. I said the F word. Okay,
6: well, that, was ba- that was bang and out of it order. Was a,
1: it was a straightaway red card. Yeah, well, we can't we can't allow that.
6: And but in the interim, I have got hold of Nico, that hilarious video fella they had on.
1: Oh. Oh, the, um, the, 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 the lad, yes, of course, Sorry, my, my mind was a complete blank then for a second,
6: he yes. He is fantastic. He's brilliant, isn't he? Him, I said, come down, you need a base in London, Yes. come down to me, you can stay with me, What? pick up with me, and you
1: can go into town and do your thing and come back. Hang a minute, you're, you're offering to put up a young man in your, um, uh, um, house? Yeah, my family abode, yes. Okay, and what did he say to that?
6: Uh, he was quite willing to get involved
1: with a sensible person. Okay, and did you know a sensible person that you could put him in touch with? Well, the the neighbour vouched for me, so yes, he was. Okay, it I, was think he, I think he lives in London, so why would he want to stay in your house in London? Uh, I think it wasn't the impression I
6: got, but I found him a very uh, great, um, uh, good young person who was out there willing to stretch what? these ridiculous people's imagination. Uh, yes.
1: Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, Nigel, but that's you know All I'm right? sure I'm sure someone must do somewhere.
6: Can we do a little bit of karaoke, me, you, and cats? Got what? a great song lined up. I've got a new computer, and I think the sound from this system will really flow through <sighs> your sound system and really develop. Well and I think it's going to flow
1: through the sound system, and really develop well down the phone line.
6: I think. I think this is a start of a great online relationship between you, I, and the listener, and (laughs) everything that I can give to you and everything that music
1: has to give to the people. You're Nutty McNutnuts, aren't you? Oh, that sound system is great! Oh, come on. Who is better than Whitney for a Friday night? Well, I, c- I can name some living people. I don't... Yeah, but, you know, for people that don't have living people with them. Um, ghost hunters. All right, go on. Sing. Oh, I'll have to
6: sing as well. You said you
7: wanted
1: to... Oh Okay, right. Um... I... I hello, Bill. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? None of your business, mate. What have you got for us?
8: Uh, just by, with me. Just taking off speaker form, that's all. Oh. Uh, I'm hoping that we can have a, a conversation relating away from mental health and cars and alcohol tonight. Just away. Something a bit dis-
1: away you go. What would you like to say, Bill?
8: Uh, no, I'm just, like, just ringing up to say hello, really. I really haven't got an agenda. I, I've been up to Lancaster and I've been, I've been down to Bolton today, so I've had a bit of a ride out in the car. Oh, yeah. It's been a nice day, a, a different day than normal. Is this, is this uh, no the new
1: drinking.
8: car? Uh, yeah, the new car, yeah. It's just been a different day, no drinking and just driving, you know. Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, drinking and driving do you not know, uh, mix. so. No, and really tomorrow, nice. I'm going to Skipton and York.
1: Brilliant. In your, in your new £28,000 car?
8: No, my, auntie, no my, my auntie's taking me, actually, in her mm-hmm. car
1: tomorrow. What has she got? A, a flying Rolls-Royce?
8: <laughs> the Flying Lady. Now she's got a, just a simple Honda Civic.
1: OK. Well, how could you go from a £28,000 p- car to a Honda Civic? Well, it's just one of those things.
8: It's, it's, sometimes it's nice just to be driven, Ian, isn't it? It is nice to be driven. Time. You
1: should nice um, hire your auntie as your chauffeur. I could do, couldn't I? But could,
8: could I trust her to drive my car? That's,
1: well, that's, nice, it? Okay. You, you you could know? you trust her? That is the the $64,000 question. It is, and the other thing that happened
8: two days ago. Uh, well, just uh, it wasn't so. Uh, it wasn't long after I spoke to you. I dropped my to- I dropped my phone down the toilet, and that's knackered now. Wow, you really
1: that are. That wasn't very good. You really are living um, la vida loca. Uh,
8: la vida loca. Ah, I, like, I like that uh, word. <laughs> but anyway, um, the car's running okay anyway. Uh, I don't really know what to say to you other than what we normally talk about, but I just thought I'd ring up and say hello to you and keep in contact.
1: And now but- I'll say goodbye. Thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Great sound system, great car, great calls.
0: It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night
1: alternative.
9: With that man,
0: Ian Lee, <laughs> on talk radio.
1: It's two stories that I, 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 I've chosen and I put stars by them, which I don't normally do it. Normally, when I do that, it's like, a, oh, that, this is a good one. You'll get a bit of chat out of this. But I don't normally put stars by them. There's only two. I do it maybe once every couple of weeks. Normally, it's just one story. It's two. And now I'm going to do these stories for you. And I'm it's dawning on me that subconsciously, I identify with the protagonists in both stories. You'll listen and you'll you'll understand. First one's about crop circles, right? A farmer... So identify with the farmer here. This is great as well. It's a great picture. A farmer has sent a cheeky warning to hot air balloonists by mowing piss off in his field. Huge letters, huge letters, look at that. The crop circle style message is huge. Only visible from the air appeared on a Google Maps satellite image. Located in Nettleton, Wiltshire. Locals, sorry, in Nettleton, Wiltshire. Spotted it in grass next to detached houses on a country lane. Balloons occasionally land in the area, which is on a route used by flights from Bristol 16 miles away. Local Janet Freeman, 77, said, I suspect they could be warning off hot air balloons from landing. Ex-lorry driver, Eric Jeffrey, 83, who lives nearby, said, It's a great bit of fun. The kind of tomfoolery I'd enjoy back in the day. Have you seen the picture, Kath? It's a great picture. Massive. I mean, it's massive. The, The letters have got to be 20 feet, at least. Bigger. Um... Eric continues, it beats this spray paint business. I hope anybody flying over in a plane in a plane or balloon has a chuckle. The landowner was unavailable for comment. Right? So first first thing that I identified with. The other story. has been banned for branding her pupils effing idiots and twats. Elizabeth Woods, 39, also stuck her middle finger up at one student and described her marker as the magic pen of sex. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. By the way. A probe was launched when a lad said she gave him the bird after ordering him out of a class in 2016. Another student said Ms Woods sent him out of a lesson before barking, am I surrounded by effing idiots? (laughs) <laughs> I love it, love it wouldn't want to teach in my kids actually I probably would she was also accused of calling her class twats while teaching English at Hornsey School and Language College in East Yorkshire the allegations were found to be proven against Ms Woods at a disciplinary hearing she was banned indefinitely from teaching in any school sixth form college or children's home. Language, language, yes. Ms. Woods, who joined the school in 2013, accepted in a statement she may have used inappropriate language. She added that she loved teaching and very much regrets failing students. She also hoped the option to teach would remain open to me in the future. A panel sitting in Coventry said her behaviour amounted to misconduct of a serious nature. As she left the hearing, she turned to face the panel, flashed her tits, did the coffee bean sign and called them dickheads. And made that last bit up. But sometimes, guys, sometimes, you just got to fight for your right! identify with both those people today it's not because i'm tired i'm tired i've been tired all week man i've been tired all week it's not because i'm tired it's just you know sometimes here's the thing i'm really struggling to to feel like i want to do a show for you guys tonight that's the thing that's the thing i'm really i know people go oh you, you know and i know this is a privilege and this is the best job in the world it's the best job in the world man but just there's just a handful of you Make me think. Ah, do you know what? I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home and play Overwatch. I'm not going to. We're gonna. We'll do a cracking show. We'll do. We're we'll gonna do another two hours and it'll be fine. It would. It, it would be a slightly weird vibe. Straight. Be a strange vibe. Isn't? We're getting around that. But we'll. Um. We'll do what we need to do, and um, then it'll be the weekend. How's about that? 0344 four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give a call if you uh, give a call if you want to phone up and give me a a, you know a verbal slap around the chops you're very very welcome to you know again this is the only show i know yeah i I think so i was thinking of another one but no it's the only show i know where you are you're not only welcome to call in and disagree with the host and, 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 you know, say I think you're being an idiot, you're encouraged to. You're encouraged to. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Paul. Ian, I think I've got the worst link ever for you, buddy. Here we go, mate. I, um,
7: I handed in my notice today. Go on. I'm, and I'm an English teacher. <laughs> really? Yeah,
1: why, why did you hang your notice in?
7: Uh, I've, I've been teaching for seven years, and um, yeah, I don't know the last the last last few months. Like, but, I well, for the last year or so, I haven't really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I love teaching, don't like being a teacher anymore. um, I think the pressure is, is is sometimes too much for me and things
1: like that. But yeah, genuinely handed in my notice today. How uh, how did it? F- do, who do you, who do you do it to? To the headmaster? Do you give the letter to the headmaster? Exactly. Yeah,
7: actually the. Um, our head teacher's actually off um, having an operation, so we've got an acting head teacher. But, okay. But yeah. And how and, did it uh, feel
1: I, when you handed that that letter over? A,
7: a, a real big mix, man. Um, yeah, I I a I mix of, of obviously there's there's a nervousness of the uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen next because I have nothing lined up. But also that relief and, and excitement as well. You know, at the I just I just want me and my family to be happy. Like, and if that's, you know busking or washing windows or whatever it is money's not important man can you get paid for
1: watching windmills <laughs> You probably could so you what well, someone somewhere has, has managed to to market that so you you you're not gonna you're not gonna be a teacher in in the traditional not, sense of, of of teaching in a school
7: exactly exactly like right. yeah, I haven't loved um doing some work um because you know i i like I just I love teaching. It's just the being the teacher part of it, which is um, a bit of
1: a struggle. And what was it that wasn't um, was was wasn't working for you anymore? Um, I, th- I think education has changed quite a bit.
7: Um, now, obviously, in Wales, we've got our own education system doing them as well. And I think there's been a lot of changes within, you know, Welsh government education. Mm. Um, trying, trying really to match what's, what's been done in England. I was hearing the GCSEs changed with the one to nines and so on. Uh, the English back was introduced, but we, we introduced like a Welsh back and so on. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that perhaps it's, it's just time for a change, you know. What age kids were you teaching? Uh, Eleven to sixteen, buddy. Amen. Hey, man. Yeah. That's a shame because Don't get me wrong; like you know, yeah. And I've uh, I've put a bit of a you know a, a tweet out today, um, mentioned the school, of course. And I I asked the school if I could have permission to tell people if I knew I'd had them a notice, and they were okay with that. And I've had some you know some of the pupils have been responding on there and things and just saying you know, I'll be missed. But, well, I'm gonna miss the place, like, of course I
1: will. Have you ever been tempted to flip them the bird and tell them that they're all effing idiots? <laughs>
7: <laughs> Professionally, my official answer is no.
1: Right, okay, but come on, man. Listen, I've I've got two kids. I mean, my kids are rating six, but I've I've felt like doing that like about twenty-five times today, and I was only with them for two hours. <laughs>
7: Yeah, I've, I've got a little boy of my own, and I, I know he, you know, he can be a handful of times. But <laughs> at the end of the day, these 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 are good kids. Like, yeah. you know, they're they're in an area where um, I don't think they've been the most privileged. Um, I think they've they've had a lot of struggles. Yeah. Uh, just because of where, where, they were, where they were born, you know. Um, but having said that, uh, they are just the nicest politest hard-working kids you could ever hope to meet. like and i'm really really lucky to have, have spent so long with them um and i am gutted in some ways you know that I, i'm not going to be part of uh, the next couple of years from, but um, and okay, i've, I've got to do what's right for me in my well, minute well
1: you do then. man you do and i wish you the very best of luck paul yeah thank you buddy you've I done you've done works. a brave bold thing um that i well, think a lot of people at home we going quah, flipping it and half envious of him
7: <laughs> There's, there's a very fine line between brave and uh, stupid, though, isn't it? And at this point, I'm, I'm taking the brave. I'm hoping that this is going to turn out okay. You know, I'm confident. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm determined to
1: to, to do what's right. Like, but,
7: uh, yeah, there's, there's such a moves there.
1: Wrong. Hang in there, brother. It it it, it, we'll it will work out in the end, one way or another. Thank you. Ian. Cheers, All mate. All the very
7: best to you and Kath, so nice
1: Thank again. you. Take care. Ta-ta. ta 499 Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of them shows. You know, you've had two weeks, nine consecutive blisteringly superb shows. Uh, you're gonna get one that's a little bit a little bit bumpy right it's all part of life's rich tapestry if you want to give me a call 0344 4991000 the late night alternative on Talk Radio
0: the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio we have ways of making you talk
1: It's him channeling his inner Mark Boland. Boland, I think, may even be playing on it. I'm not sure. That's a great song. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Uh, If you're not enjoying this show, then Catherine is streaming her own show right now. And if you're not enjoying that show, uh, then you could go and watch Sam, who's doing a music show on his own YouTube channel while we're broadcasting this. So we're all busy. We're all working hard. No one's focusing on what they're meant to be doing. Uh, You can give us a call about anything. Let's go to Andy. Good evening, Andy. Hello. Hello, Andy. Hello, this is weird. I've got you in one ear and on the radio on another well, one. Well, turn the radio turn the off, because that will just blow your mind. Well, and I know will, but I want to listen to me on the radio. OK, well, let's see it. And the first time that you stumble over your words because of the delay, I'm going to cut you off. OK, I won't bother then. Thanks very much. I'll turn it down. Thank you very much indeed. What you got for us? Not a lot, really. Um, I did. I did tweet you a minute ago. I know you're a big fan of Twitter. (laughs)
2: Um, What did you tweet? I didn't get a shout out, so I thought I'd ring you up. Why would I
1: give you? Why would I give you a shout out? Because I asked for one. Right, where did you? Where's your tweet? Well, it's it's on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. What's your name? Uh, Andy T. (laughs) Tell tell him to shut up. That's my dad. That's Dave. Yeah, I know. I've got your tweet now. But why? why would I give you a... I don't do shout-outs. What is this, 1996? Well, it was. Yeah, 22 years ago. Yeah, I, love, I listen to you then as well. I, You go on to ask about Charlie Chuck. I once shared a, um, a flat with Charlie Chuck in Edinburgh. No, you didn't. No, I did. Awesome. Yeah, me, Mackenzie Crook, and Charlie Chuck shared a flat in, I'm going to say, 96, maybe 97. One of those two years.
9: 97. But you don't have
10: people on the radio either, do sir? So Sorry? You don't have people on for interviews either, do you, sir? So
1: how long have you been listening for? We we have loads of people on for interviews. Um, hang on. What? About oh, an hour and seven minutes. You never listened before?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I forgot you once. I thought it was funny, so I thought I'd listen to you <laughs> no, again. No, i introduced gl- my
1: dad to you all, uh, hello d- all right, in that case, I'll be... In- so this is the second time you've listened... In, in, in the, yeah, recently, yeah. I, no, I'm not having to go. I'm g- Listen, I'm genuinely realising that I'm backpedalling as quick as I can to keep you and Dave on who, who and listening forever, because we need yeah. all the listeners we can get, particularly after I've pissed off half of them tonight. <laughs> so well, I will give a shout-out to Andy and a shout-out to your dad, Dave, and um, um, we probably won't get Charlie Chuck on, because I, 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 I don't know what he'd, uh, he's a nice bloke, I liked him, but I don't know what we'd ask him. <laughs> can you give... a baby booze? Probably. He wasn't the baby booze guy. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He was. He was not. I think you would find he was. Um, ecky donkey, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was, you kicky swine. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't. <laughs> he was. He was not... the baby it, booze guy. He was. Right. Hang on a second. Stay there. Go on. Hang on. Here we go. All right. Go
10: on.
1: Oh, no, that's actually someone. That's that's actually a real a real um, baby having booze. Um, hang on a second. Here we go. Can a can Vic and Bob, I was, I was talking to Bob today anyway. Can um, a Vic and Bob expert call in and uh, give us who did the um, baby booze? Hang on, here we go, here we go, here we go. Ooh. Hang on. It's them fighting with saucepans and frying pans. can't give a
10: baby booze, you can't give a baby booze! You can't give a baby
1: booze, the boat times. Well, you've had some booze. Yeah, it's not, it's not Charlie Chuck, mate. Yes, it is. It is not! It is a fella, a short squat fella with black hair and a very strong side parting. It was not Charlie Chuck. Well, Charlie Chuck did it. No, he didn't. He was not the baby... I don't want to fall out with you on this. He was not the baby booze guy. Well, I can't even check because I've got my bloody... No, never mind. Okay, well, just trust me on this one, Andy. I know stuff. Charlie Chuck was Uncle Peter. Was Uncle Peter not Charlie Chuck? Yes, but he yeah. wasn't the baby booze guy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. There we go, you see. I cut him off before he could put the phone down on me. Um, good evening, Stephen. Oh, uh, hello, are you in the okay? uh, Not really.
11: Not really. No, it sounds like you're giving yourself a hard time. No, no, no I'm no, really... I'm not giving.
1: I'm not giving myself a hard time. The listeners, the the, know, uh, right? the listeners are giving myself a hard time. No one's giving me a hard and time. It's just one of them shows. And it sounds like people actually send that kind
11: of vile stuff to you, do they, over the internet?
1: Yeah, 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 they do.
11: Wait, wow, that's crazy,
1: man. isn't it? Isn't it?
11: Anyway, <laughs> I didn't really. <clears throat> hello. Hello, hello there, Stephen. And that lady who answered the phone was really kind. Um, yeah, I just ringed up to say hello, really, just to say like I'm enjoying the show. Well, if other people ain't, like just sod
1: them in it. it's Stephen and he swore that. Yeah, well, thank you very much indeed, Stephen. And the lady who answers the phone is very, very nice. So it's Catherine Boyle, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Andre, was the lady who answered the phone very, very nice? Oh, yeah. just try that again. Ouch. The she was French. F- the Fre- yeah. Was the French lady who answered the phone very, very nice? Yes, yeah, she was Serbian. Beautiful. Right, very good. Oh, how are you, Dave? I'm all right. Thank you. Right, that's good. Top of the morning to you. Here we go. Hi. Easy, Tiger. Oh, oh, I haven't got my lappy on. Gr- great. Uh, uh, I-, I would like a proper rendition of that song
2: yesterday. Actually, Say that but-
1: again, Andre, because all I got was like one slurred word. Sorry, there's a lot going on here at the moment. Yes. But um, I'd like to pro- sing a proper rendition of
2: that one. i the Joe Strummer, yeah, by oh, class. Okay, beautiful. But
1: not, I haven't got my now, me last. Not now, right. Okay, so you're phoning us up to tell us, what, that uh, you're going to do it later tonight or later next week? Um, possibly later tonight, if i can get through again, yeah? yeah tr- trust me, you will. It's a very quiet night on the phones tonight. Yeah, nice one. And, uh... All I was going to say is keep your pecker up. That, Andre, thanks so much for that tip. Yeah, no probs. Good evening. <laughs> Got dog hairs on my laptop. They're dog hairs. They're white. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Tell what to to do between. Uh, yeah, well, between now and midnight, just between now and midnight, I'm going to take call straight to air because there is a strange vibe. There is a strange vibe. Um, I, I'm going to take calls straight to air, um, and we'll just see what happens. Maybe, you know, there's the, the strangeness from me. Definitely, I'll appreciate that. There's strangeness from the callers, strangeness from the listeners, and now that we've we've shut down the, the chat on YouTube, and I'm not responding to tweets. Let's let's see if we can squeeze some of those core those those some of that input out of the internet and onto the telephone. Should we try that? So 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. We won't call you back. Good evening, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, line one. Okay. Let's try line two. Good evening, line two. Hi, 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 hi. Hello there. How are you? All right. None of your business, man. Oh, come on. Let's try line three. Good evening, line three. Hello, line Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Do you want to turn the radio off? It makes it otherwise it gets a bit confusing. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it. There we go. Perfect. Well done. You, you've just um, earned a point. Oh, cheers. Oh, are you? Um, uh, I'm I'm trying to find um Mike Dickin, the great. The, well, the, the 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 times great, great. Other times boring. Mike Dickin. His line was, Aww. whenever people would phone up and say, how are you doing, Mike? My health is not in question. What have you called <laughs> up for? And it's a great line because it, it just gets to the point. And I'm, I'm trying to find a succinct and polite way of saying I don't want to answer that. And I've not found it yet, sure. so we'll see.
12: That's fine. Uh, uh, have you got your pants on?
1: Have I got my pants on, yes, and my trousers and, and a shirt and some socks, but I don't have my shoes on or my watch.
7: I, I always thought you had uh, you came with your shorts on or something, or with your underpants on, presenting I, the show with your underpants on. Yeah. Somebody said that to me. I don't know if that's true or not.
1: Well, w- w- what would you like it to be true? Please. Then yes, it's true. Oh man. Yeah, you liking that? Yeah, I gotta go.
7: I, yeah, I gotta go. Please, I gotta go. I gotta go. Love you. Bye.
1: <laughs> wow. She was enjoying that. We'll take call straight to air for the next 45 minutes and just see where that takes us, shall we? This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. (laughs) You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I've seen the mail. Thanks very much indeed. That's, um, that's a hate crime, what you've done there. Um, this is the late night alternative on talk radio. It's a weird vibe to the show tonight. Very strange vibe. There's it, something in the air. I'm not in the greatest of moods, but, um, um, I don't think so. I don't think you are, dear listener, either. I don't think you're in the greatest of moods. And, um, when, when two, two sides are in, not particularly good moods, not hugely bad moods, but just not particularly good moods. They're kind of great and rub each other up the wrong way. And I think we're rubbing each other up the wrong way tonight, aren't we? I don't quite know how to push through it. it doesn't matter. None of, none of this matters. Here's the thing. This isn't important. Who's going to talk about the, who's who's going to talk about this show in a week's time in a month's time in 10 years time no one's going to talk about this particular show tonight don't matter it doesn't matter once you accept that oh it's free oh it's very free what is the what is the date today so it's the 25th of may as if people in june are going to oh, do you remember that friday night show that ian did on the 25th of may where um it got a little bit tense at the start and he had a go at the YouTubers, which is like 0.001% of the people who listen and then it was it was a bit bit, bit weird and a bit, no one, no one cares, no one cares, none of this matters, none of this matters. Once you accept that none of this matters and it isn't important, then you can move with complete clarity and complete freedom. We're going to take calls straight to air until midnight and see where that takes us. See if it takes us anywhere It might do, it might not Don't know I've got all the lights on in the studio And I've got the green underfloor lighting To try and create a vibe Or to try and change the vibe there is, I don't need to create a vibe tonight There is a vibe already present in the atmosphere It's to try and, um, try and change the vibe Into what, I don't know But it needs a nudge, doesn't it? It needs a nudge so I'm just trying to nudge it. It may work. It may not work. You've had 9 possibly 14, but let's let's be modest. You've had 9 of the of the best shows I've ever done in a row. That is true. That is true. Possibly 14, but I don't want to be cocky, so I'm going to say 9. So tonight I think we can do you know we can just kind of um just hang out and see what happens we can dangle our feet in the water and see what happens There's there's one person calling in and they've been on a little bit already All right well, this let's, let's try this one more time Hello caller you're on the air Hi okay, hi hi Yes hello How are you all right Uh what can you what what have How you got for right. us
12: how do you
6: get to the live streaming on the internet to watch you live tonight? It is tonight, it is tonight.
1: it is not operating tonight. Ah, well that's why I can't get access. That would explain ah. it. You can listen to us at talkradio.co.uk. Close your eyes and allow the theatre of the mind to open up for business.
6: Well, sounds great. What you got through the weekend, did
1: we? Tomorrow I'm going to um, interview uh, a young lady called Kirsten, who we've talked about on the show a bit. I'm going to go um, round to her parents' house in Milton Keynes. She was the um, um, young mum who was um, attacked... By her next door neighbour. Horrible story. was was, was horrifically burnt, um, and um, just a horrible story. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah I going. did hear the
6: story. I heard the story. Yeah. What are you interviewing her for? Just for this, we'll play it out next week. The radio week. or yeah. for the TV? For
1: this, we'll play it out next week. And um, just just want just right. want to chat to her. I was so moved by her story in a way that I don't get moved by news stories because I'm kind no. of like a lot of us. I'm immune to it. But there was just something about her story that that. Well, there's a lot me. of terrible stories about it yeah. it di-
6: it dilutes your it? ability to feel uh compassion
1: for someone sometimes. Do you feel do you feel the same, Nigel? Do you get that? I do.
6: I do, especially uh that lady. Uh this week there was the case where the guy who had to go to uh
1: Veritas or or the place where he Oh dign dignitas uh, Veritas <laughs> Dignitas, Dignitas, the gentleman who um, had acid yeah, poured on him by his, his girlfriend, yes.
6: and that was horrific for me. Also this week, yeah. the fire that killed the four kids was for me mm. very, very terrible. Do and those kn- people got found guilty.
1: Do you know what? Uh, I've, I, have, you, uh... I have tried to avoid that story, that fire. I've seen bits I of know. it, I've heard bits of it, and when it's on the radio, I'm in the car. I've switched off because I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know the little bits I've heard are too horrific. The thing is,
6: this terrible, terrible news has always been there, but yep. it seems to directly input into our daily life sometimes, mm. and it's really hard to avoid it, especially if you've got family and you want to create a positive environment for them. Yeah, it's hard to avoid that in that. Bang! Instant when it does come in. It's everywhere, all the time. Aware. And
1: it's not—it's yes. not disrespectful to the victims to switch the radio off or to avoid so it. It's—it
6: protects your little bubble. Totally. That's what you're trying to do: is and create it, a perfect bubble. For and your there's family. no
1: shame in that. It, there's no shame in wanting to avoid, invo- trying to avoid the, the horrible things that happen, in the world. And. Uh, we shouldn't feel bad no.
6: for doing that because we're, we're creating a positive environment for our kids. Yeah, yeah. So it's important. Not that's quite horrific. Those stories, but it's, it is important that they understand that there are rascals about.
1: Yeah, no, they it is. Need knuckle sandwiches sometimes. It is, and um, um, which is why this this story this this story of Kirsten and her her daughter Madison. Uh, uh, somehow mm-hmm. it got through. It got through the the bubble that I'd set up, and it it just it just yeah. connected with me in a way that I don't I can't explain. But I was I was in tears yeah. reading it. I was in tears reading it. And um, I've been emailing her dad a lot. And um, what a family, man! What a family those people oh, are. It's gonna be it's gonna be an incredible interview. We're gonna play it out next week.
6: There's uh, that girl, and there was the girl. Do you remember her? She was a model, and her boyfriend yes. sent someone to throw acid yeah. on her. It was horrific. the yeah. terrible. Casey Piper is her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's she's uh, made a documentary, I think. And she? yeah, she came back, and she's a real positive influence now, In even in people who want to uh, delve into being a journalist and look up to her. Hmm. She, she's really led the way, and I think this. Uh, so uh, you'll punch these people who think that acid is a way to attack people.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, well, any, of, any, of it, any of it. Hey, listen, Nigel, so there's, there is no video tonight, so just relax and enjoy the yeah, sounds. Thank, he's gone. There you go. He was, he was satisfied with that. Oh, 03444991000. Four, Let's try evening, line two. Man. Good evening, line two. You're on the air. Good
4: evening, Ian. Evening. Alistair here. Yes. How are you doing? Oh, no, I shouldn't ask you. Um, I was walking the dog today. Yes. And um, I live in a fairly small village. Right. And I started thinking about what you said a couple of days ago on the radio about your new house. Yes. Being in the middle of nowhere. Yes. And um, I think, you, is that the first time that you're moving into an area which is... I have no connection like no, with it.
1: I don't know anyone there. It's miles away from from pe- yeah. people that I know. Yeah, that's exciting and terrifying.
4: I think you, I think you'll be fine because you'll be able to meditate.
1: Oh, that was going to be plenty of meditation, plenty of that. You know. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. A lot of listening to records. I've seen the CD yeah. shelf. I'm gonna So a CD shelf. That holds, and they didn't make these years a few years ago. Holds twelve hundred CDs. Oh, I've got about six
4: hundred. Brilliant. So plenty of room, plenty of room oh. to
1: carry on the collection.
4: Is that you're going to get some jazz CDs? Because you said that you were into jazz. I might, I might, I might. I'm
1: softening up around jazz as I approach fifty. I'm softening up. <laughs> I might, I might get
4: some. Because I started listening to Jazz FM, yeah. which is one of the stations on listed on the Skybox. And it's brilliant, and I did actually do something mad and forked out for a very expensive amplifier, Ian. Yes. um £2,000 worth, and it absolutely sounds out of this world.
1: <laughs> I've just had... Right, uh, Alistair, listen, I've got to move on, because I've just had an email. Listen to this. Listen listen to this. I'm, I'm yay close to, to going home, right? Right? Hi, Ian. I'm writing for my friend. hmm He's been a huge fan for about 20 years. Today, he decided to unfollow in capital letters all of your accounts and fan pages. He said, it's because of you constantly ignoring him and being rude, although him being friendly. That's just what he said. Didn't ask for details or so, and I don't want to evaluate that. I'm feeling sorry for him, and now we all think that he might deserve an apology or anything like that. Surely he would be happy about a little tweet. He's such and such. Please don't tell him I wrote this. He's been a huge fan for about 20 years. So Who's a fan of mine before the 11 o'clock show started? Today he decided to unfollow all of your accounts and fan pages. He said it's because of you constantly ignoring him. Here's here's the thing. I know I don't I don't actually have to explain myself. I don't actually have to explain myself. Look at my Twitter feed though and see the interaction that I've been doing recently. Have a look at that. And Jasmine, you can get screwed as well. <laughs> Jasmine Summer emailing me. No. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Dear God. Let me just check he definitely has unfollowed. Yeah, he's unfollowed.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh,
1: he's unfollowed because you constantly ignore him and being rude although him being friendly well hang on if I've been ignoring him how have I been rude? It's not he's not he's not a friend of mine, Jasmine. Not a friend of mine. Hang <laughs> on gonna you, let's go to the trailer.
0: Neon lit night talk For torch scissors, trolley dollies And train wrecks like me <laughs> never know Just where the conversation will take you What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous The Late Night Alternative With Ian Lee on Talk
1: Radio Here's something guys Try sending me a tweet Go on Try sending... No, no, no. Let's, let's make it easier. Try finding me on Twitter. Go on. Try and find me. Kath, try and find me on Twitter. Go, dear listener, try and find me on Twitter. Have you got me? I deactivated my account. Thanks. Bye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. See you later. I'm out of here. We're not actually friends. How can I be friends with 98.6 thousand people? Bye! I know you used to like me in the jungle, but not now. See ya! Don't message Kath. She won't pass messages on to me. She couldn't give a staff. Bye, guys! Oh, I feel free! I deactivated my Twitter! Oh, I feel good! Thanks, Jasmine. For that, you gave me the courage to do that. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Let's go to line one. Oh, I feel good. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello,
4: geezer. Um Your um, Mike Dickin answer could be, um, I'm armed and ready, sir.
1: Let's try it. Go on, then. Ask me how I'm feeling. How you feeling tonight, Ian? I'm armed and ready, sir.
4: Or, or you could try this other one, yeah, yeah. On. you could say, um, you could say, uh, my lawyers have advised me to answer that question.
1: My lawyers have advised me to answer that question? No, to not answer Okay, that go question. on, try it, try it. How are you, how are you
9: tonight, Mr Lee?
1: My lawyers have advised me not to answer that question.
9: Let's, let's face back to the end. they're both rubbish. Permission to put out please, sir!
1: Permission granted. Thank you very much for your honesty, it's appreciated. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, yeah, I, I was just wondering if I could go and hold to listen to the radio, please. Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> Get ready for a bad phone line, because he's driving. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. S-word. <laughs> We're not playing that yet. We might play it a bit. Um, there we go. Taking the call straight to air tonight. Is this an email for me? You have a unique... Email's just coming via the Talk Radio website. No, this can't be for me. What does this mean, Bertie? You have a unique opportunity to be the first effectively disabled mainstream entertainer It's come to me. Interviewing people who have been traumatised, etc. A real opportunity. Just accept it. In talent terms, the British scene is really dead, yet you have a chance to do something really different. Blaze a trail, if you like. I can understand how emotionally draining this role could be, and how difficult it will be to manage yourself. It will be a tough road and may take you further than your own horizons go for it. Kind regards. Alex, wow. Okay, that's 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 a strange vibe. Yes, line one. You're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Question. Yes. When was
7: the last time you had your balls tickled,
1: sir? Oh, mate, that is a great question. Thank you. Um, not the this. Not, is. I'm thinking. This is the thing I'm thinking. N- okay. By myself or someone else? Well, well, both at the same time, really. At the same time. Okay. I tickled my balls um, about two weeks ago when I was shaving them. You shave your. Balls. Did, did it for the first time yeah. ever two weeks ago.
6: I'm. I'm feeling very uncomfortable at that answer, sir.
1: Well, I'm not very happy with it. Why are you unhappy with me shaving my balls, boy? It's I'm I'm getting rather unhinged. Okay, well you go you, been... you you go and unhinge yourself. I'm hinging up. Line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, no, sorry, I don't go want. Go away, pervert. I think it's a pervert. Line one, you're on the wireless.
12: Blackbirds sing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. All your life, you only waiting
6: for this small to arrive.
1: Didn't want to finish it. Well, let's listen to this. This, this is, we'll do it this is the version. And we'll Turn it the mics right. down. All
13: right. Take these sunken eyes and learn to see all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to be free, black. For this moment to arise, you were only waiting for this moment to arise, you were only waiting for this moment to arise. we we'll stopped stop from this yeah. for about a half hour. Now. Yeah, let's go sail. Let's go okay. Sail I'm really not into it.
0: Whispering lunar incantations for
9: cross-parents. Um... Cross-dressers. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio.
1: We'll take Cole straight to air for another ten minutes or so. Then we'll have the news. And then Catherine can come in and join me in the studio. And we'll see where we are then, shall we? Strange vibe, strange night. Everyone's in a, in a, in a peculiar mood. I am as well. I include myself in that. I'm in a very peculiar mood. And I thought for for the first 20 minutes, half hour of the show, I thought it was just me that was in a peculiar mood. But it, it's not. It's you as well, isn't it? And some of you have recognised it. And some of you haven't recognised it. But you're in an odd mood as well today. What is it? The weather? Royal wedding? Half term? Bank holiday? What is it? What's going on? Everyone's in a very... Very queer mood this evening. O oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's continue, shall we? Good evening, evening Line. One. Hello, Line One, you're Hi. on the wireless. Evening Lee. Yes. That's not a great you know, start, is? but go on.
10: Sorry, Ian Lee I was just chanting to my misses. Okay. Um I wanted to talk a uh, change of subject.
1: Okay. We have to we'll ch- change it. We haven't. we haven't had a subject.
10: Okay, I can start a subject. I yes. want to talk about ISIS.
1: Um, you mean the Greek? Uh, sorry, the Egyptian goddess, the Bob Dylan song, no, no, or no, the terrorist organization? Terrorist organization. Yeah, do you know what? I'd like to talk about ISIS. Yes. Go on.
10: This is um, quite upsetting, really. Something I love that no one else does. And Mrs. hates me doing this, but something you said last night. Yeah. Nothing I love more than absolutely covering myself in talcum powder
1: oh, every day. Well, ISIS ISIS have got have got taken control of the talcum powder mines.
12: Is that true? It's,
1: I it's a true it's a true story. It sounds like a made up thing. I promise you, it's true. Um, there the, the, are only a handful of talcum powder mines left. They mine it, just like they mine helium, which I think is nuts. I know, but... I only
4: found it
10: out a little while ago, because yeah. everyone stopped making it, Yeah. everyone said, stop using it, it's dangerous, so I thought that was made Oh yeah, up.
1: talcum powder gives you cancer. Does it? It does, and... um. Here's the thing, right? It's really dangerous for women particularly because obviously, um, you know, we we used to put talcum powder on our bodies after a bath or a shower because it made you smell nice. Dried you up, it made you smell nice. Now, obviously, women have um, an opening downstairs that men don't have, Mm -hmm. the vagina. And um, they they discovered that talcum powder, if talcum powder goes into the vagina, it can cause uh, cancer there. And likewise, if you put, you know, you kind of cover Cover yourself and ta- self and talking about it. If you breathe it in, it can cause um, lung problems. Oh dear! Yeah, I know, man. And it's—I've always thought of it as one of life's, just one of those luxu- a luxuries—a luxury, a pointless luxury. But it, well, there's nothing finer than getting out of a bath, putting yourself in some nice smelly talc, putting on your pajamas, and getting into a bed made up of clean sheets.
10: I love it, leaving big footprints on the floor.
1: Yo! But you're risking raising your chances of getting cancer. I'm really sorry, man. I'm
10: supporting an organisation now, which I can't do anymore, so I might have to stop.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it's the fact that ISIS are making money out of it is is what's stopping you, not the cancer?
10: I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, I'm, I'm so- I just thought you'd made I'm- it up there, so I didn't realise it was
1: true. No, I, honestly, man, it does sound like a made up story, but I promise you it's absolutely true. Down those bloody thing. terrorists. Yes. Yeah. Hey, imagine I imagine if they set off um, like a, a a bomb inside a talcum powder mine though. I mean, god, that would be, if they go right we're going to we're going to screw the western infidels. We're going to blow up the talcum powder. So fella goes in w- with you know, in the horrible vest, blows the ta- the ex- talcum powder explodes. The talcum powder mushroom cloud. Oh god, it would look amazing. You smell good. <laughs> it would smell good. It would they would smell amazing. <laughs> they would smell incredible, wouldn't they? Go on, what's the other thing? Mm.
10: Um, thanks for the map. We received the map a few weeks ago.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. That was a great night. It, well, that was, um, um. Okay, well, I
14: hope you sleep at night knowing you just blown up a
1: 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I sleep very well at night, love. Oh, I it. sleep very <laughs> well. Oh, it's in my hotkeys now. I sleep very well at night knowing that. Um, well, I'm glad, glad you enjoyed it. Hearing that for the next two days
10: on the radio, she like just looking at me like, "What wasn't that?" <laughs> <laughs> I found
1: it the other day and I put it where I can. I've got easy access to it. I'm glad you got it. It was, it was a lot of fun. That we might do something like that next week. I'll have to have a little think.
10: That's brilliant, brilliant. I was listening to your Periscope earlier on till it all got a bit colourful and you disappeared.
1: <laughs> Are you feeling a bit odd tonight, John? Do you know what?
10: I was looking at a lot of stuff going on, and my missus said exactly the same thing as you. She just goes, it feels like there's a really, really bad atmosphere, you know, and it does feel like there's sort of two sides, and, you know. Did she say that today? Today, yeah.
1: Yeah, isn't that funny? I think there is. I think there's definitely something. I mean, there is a lot of horrible news. um, Yeah. But there always is. Yeah, there is. It does then, feel like there's something. Here's thing. If 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 you're listening to this, dear listener, and you don't feel a bit off centre, off colour, I don't know how to phrase it. If you don't feel a bit angsty, can you give me a call and let me know that you feel okay? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Because I I do think John that there's there's an there's something not quite right.
10: Yeah, there is. There is. Sometimes it's better just to turn the news off, isn't it?
1: Yeah man. Don't look at the internet and oh, just man. think about other things. John, have a lovely weekend. Love to the family. Take care, mate. Ta ta. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Ian, sorry for the double bowl, man, but I couldn't let this one go. Um Crosby still the
7: Nash. That that version of Blackbird. Oh man, I like it. It's awful. You're gonna hang up in here. It is awful, dude. It's it's too staccato. Yeah. Can I can I play a few? Can I play a better few?
5: Oh,
7: I I will only do if you if you allow me to, when Whoa No mate,
1: nice. you, you play you play better. you ahead. play blackbird I tell you what, Paul Yeah go on You play Blackbird better yeah. than Yeah. The greatest guitarist this world Cros- has ever Cros- seen, Cros- Steven Stills. Crosby- okay. So you you play, you go and play guitar now on my show, nah, better than than totally Steven Stills, the greatest guitar player ever to have walked this earth. Come on. Right, I'm gonna pop you on my knee for this, okay? Dirty Ready? Boy. Yes. <laughs> Terrible, lousy, awful. It's got no soul to it. It's like a thirteen-year-old who's just picked up the guitar for the third time That slide up there is pony Doom 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 we doing? Doom, doom 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 This is shit. Hey, that was good, man. Actually, fair play. That was really good. Well done. Well done, man. Nice one, Paul. Thanks a lot. Let's go
9: to line three. (laughs) Line three. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Just just to Um, let you know, mate, that I'm feeling absolutely brilliant. But
1: (laughs) don't say that. Right. Okay. Um, But here's the thing. I think Barry, you live in denial.
9: Well, far from it. Um, In fact, I want to compliment you as well. Okay. A couple of nights ago, you played a track, a cover of "Daydream Believer" by John Stewart. Yes. Who's not married to Buffy Sainte. An absolutely Sainte-Mann. cracking
1: track. Thank you very much indeed. I'm the Tony Blackburn of Talk Radio.
9: Yeah, and I, I just want to say it's a really good version
1: uh, to run to. I got it on my iPod, and it's a cracker. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Try, try line three, three you're on the wireless. Ian, just a quick one. Who was that fellow who did the uh, the Midnight Ramble? The Midnight Ramble? Do you remember that? I think it was on Clive Ball show. Was, and was used it Monty to- Mordlin? Was that his name? Oh, I don't remember.
10: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't think that's his name, though. No. no. Um, no, it's, yeah, it was just it was just come across my head now, listening to your show, and it's like, it was Pat Seller. I
1: don't know how I'm remembering that. That's, um... That's, uh,
10: well, maybe if he's listening, he can ring in.
1: Probably, let's be honest, he's probably dead
10: now. <laughs> Not Clyde Bull. Clyde Bull is very, very much alive. No, no, he's he's still around, but, um, yeah. All right, well, that was it. So, if someone can tell me, that
1: would be great. We'll we'll keep listening. Uh, Someone will know. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, line four. Oh, it's James Taylor. You you play the guitar properly, fella. Go on. Hey,
4: Hey, you must be a mind reader.
1: Yeah, I am. Go on. I know you can do it. What do you want? Can you do Blackbird properly?
4: Fire
1: and rain? Fire and rain? No, do Blackbird! Well, yeah. That's better. in <laughs> the What's that deep voice? <laughs> Blackbird.
9: <laughs> <Learn to fly. laughs>
2: Your only
1: for to James, thank you for that. We've got to go to an ad break, but that was absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number when we come back from the news. We should be joined in the studio by Catherine Boyle, and we will carry on taking your call straight to air. We just want to—are you feeling a little bit odd? Are you feeling a little bit out of sorts tonight? Is there something? Is there something not quite right? The vibe. If anyone could put their finger on it, Barry doesn't count. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
15: Oh
11: man, um, it's, a treat. This it's a treat. I've been uh, learning some guitar. Ah. And this is actually kind of a a serious thing. Uh, I'm a huge, huge Beatles fan and a McCartney fan. And uh, I've learned a little bit. And here's a little something for you. Thank you. And I think you might
0: recognize it. Thank you.
3: (laughs) Blackbird singing in the dead
13: of night. Take these broken eyes and learn to see. (laughs) Broken eyes. All your life, you were only waiting for this moment to be free. Thank you. (laughs) Blackbird fly, blackbird fly into the light of the dark black night. The lazy windmill slowly turning uh, Cutting up the marble canyons of the sky See the dust around my feet go churning uh, Moving with the winds down the highways of goodbye
16: Cuffin. Hello, Andrea.
1: A- Angela. Oh God. Uh, um, I don't worry. It, really.
16: a- I, I always get called that anyway. So.
1: What's your name? Angela. Okay. Well, so, uh, she
16: said Andrea, yeah.
1: yeah. No, she didn't. She said Angela. Yes. Treat her. With- don't you start having a cob on with the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> i not cob We one. can't. We can't both um, be cobbed up to the max. Yes, Max. Hmm. Angela.
7: I, I just. I just want to wish you
1: guys a nice weekend and oh. have a nice time Monday night.
16: Ooh. Oh, I, I probably won't. But thank you.
1: Have a nice time Monday night.
16: What's happening yeah. Monday night? Yeah, but you got, uh, you got.
11: Um, if I remember the conversation. You got um, a party. Your little girl's party tomorrow. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I don't have a little have
16: girl.
1: Have I? Have I? No, no. You know, you've you've misremembered. And, but you've, you're a very sweet human being, oh. and you've done a nice thing. No, that's in August. Um, oh, I,
16: that's when you're going
1: yeah, I'm to going, get the willies up, go, yeah. I'm going to, uh, uh, me and Psychic Helen are going to get the willies up. Um, uh, it's terrible, it doesn't, it doesn't even work, it's not even the phrase. It's just a lazy thing to say.
16: You're going to give her the willies? No. <laughs> um, I don't expect she gets them anymore, she's had them so often, she's oh, used to it.
1: so rude. No, but on so, on Sunday, uh, uh, Max, oh. Andrea, Angela, on Sunday I'm going flying with the boys. Oh, cool. Where's that at? Where is it? In a wind tunnel. In a wind tunnel? It's in a wind tunnel. So you go in a wind Mm. tunnel and you lie on the floor and then you start flying. My kids, my eldest did it last time and he's bricking himself. My youngest didn't do it last time because he got too scared. And I said, look, if you want to just lie on the floor and go up two inches, you can do that. So you're just hovering above the floor. So he might, he says he's going to do it. I think he'll bottle it.
16: Let him wear the suit.
1: Oh God, well, I wanted him to wear the suit last time, but he didn't fancy it. I, listen, I'm not one of those dads that come on, you're doing it. It's fine if 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 he doesn't do it, I know he'll he'll regret it later. But he, you know, we'll we we'll, we we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Strap him to my back. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> well, thank you so much thank for you. that. Um, uh, whatever yeah. your name was, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. Weeknights from ten. Um, uh, on Talk Radio DAB app. Talkradio.co.uk. Martin Kellner's on at one o'clock. I've deactivated my Twitter. How's it feeling? I man alive. A little bit of a little bit of blue tick anxiety. It's not a blue tick. It's the white tick. Well, that's the reason I blocked you. It's a little bit of uh, blue tick anxiety, but, but overall, I'm feeling I'm feeling twelve foot tall. I'm feeling immense. I'm feeling powerful. I'm feeling. Um, I might just log back in and see if people are talking about me. <laughs> see if they're missing me. I can see if, anybody's, if you No, don't, don't worry. Let's go to line uh, line three. You're on the wireless.
6: Who do you think you are turning that
7: YouTube off? You should never do that to us. That's me and you know, mate. we finished. No more. I ain't listening to you no more.
1: Ain't. Okay. Um, people are strange, aren't they? Yes. Um, so, uh, Jagger doing some shows... Seen Jagger's doing some shows.
16: Jagger's not really
1: my bag. Jagger's doing Jagger's doing some shows, and um, tickets tickets are uh, only fifteen quid for really? the Jagger shows. Yeah, not Mick Jagger. It's his brother Chris. Oh. He may not rock and roll like Big Brother Mick, but fifteen pounds a ticket, Chris Jagger can pack a pub. Well, that pub don't look packed to me, but good for him. Good for him. Um. His £270 million big brother Mick gets Satisfaction, that was the name of one of their songs, from selling out huge stadiums all over the world. Although, if you've been to one of the Rolling Stones gigs this week, I heard that they had not come close to selling out at all. They're playing like six stadium gigs in the UK. And I heard that they weren't selling very well at all. Mm. Too pricey? Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't mind going to see them, actually, but I I missed it, so I can't be bothered now. Line four, you're on the wireless.
9: Oh, hello. Hi, uh, Ian. I didn't expect to get on so quickly. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's, <laughs> there's, no one, there's no one else calling it's in. It's Keith. Hello, Keith. It's Keith. Mm. Keith. Uh, and I only talk about cinema, Cineworld. Oh, yeah, Cineworld, cine Keith. Keith, guys. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, tonight, I, I've just been watching um, the pledge on, on Sky News, you know, like, the topical debate. And they're discussing... Yeah, we, uh, we've I, been on since 10. Sorry? Nothing. Well, I accept your apology. Uh, Go on. Uh, I've just, i have just um you know sort of like uh, tuned into you and i hope it uh, so is sort of okay just to sort of throw in a, a, a debate and uh something to you know to throw around and they're talking about an interesting concepts about um whether prostitution should be um decriminalized and yes. um the, the 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 panel is quite a good one and they've- li- linked obviously the drug's connection um yes, yes. You know, in the various sort of um, um, areas where decriminalising, you know, prostitution have been tried. But I just find it really interesting to, um, the focus really on drugs, really, yeah. to de- decriminalise that side of things. Um, and, you know, where that would, and I hope I'm not sounding naive here, yes. to, um, you know, draw in people... Who were, who were addicted to, to opiates and whatever, yeah. and obviously, you know, in the health and you know, and health services and build relationships around that. Oh. I know that's intrinsically like, to, to, to you know, to, to, to women feeling that they can only uh, turn no option to, other than prostitution. Then of course you've got. I'm not sure the names on, on the pledge you are and all the faces, but there's this Tory woman saying, "Oh, with, with the drug side of things, it would just go underground," but. Um, my background in like social care always always feels like that and being a people drunk. there's either an alcohol issue or a drug issue somewhere yeah. on the line and yeah. and they were talking about the trafficking side yeah so I just I, I hope i not I just wanted to say so I'm that confused are you there.
1: saying Keith that they should legalise prostitution. Are you saying they should legalise drugs, or are you saying they should legalise both?
9: Well, well, that that debate is being thrown around. I'm leaning to... I I look at cause and effect, and and I'm no expert on this, and the demographic of it, I don't know, but I would say the drugs is the prime motivator... Uh, and there's obviously the, the the other variable of like trafficking. Um, I mean, yeah, it's out of my sort of like realm to not I don't know, but mm. I feel that the two ish two areas. Well, the one guy on, uh, of the four was saying that these two areas <laughs> intrinsically linked. Uh, and she was saying, no, if you if you if you, you decriminalise drugs, it'll go underground, you know, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, drugs are uh, underground. So, I think.
9: No, hang on. If you do, I don't care. I don't care,
1: i think I think you should be able to i, I can't under, here's the thing about prostitution. I can't understand why well it now hang on a minute prostitution isn't illegal well no it's not running a brothel is illegal, so having yeah, two or more women yeah. working in a place is illegal
16: soliciting is
1: illegal yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. the well, the, on, the, solicitor, the solicitor is the person who pays right? no no it's the
16: the person who takes the money. I, yeah, we're talking, pay- talking about on the on the. I know, Hang on a minute, Keith. Try- hang on, Keith. Hang on, Keith. We're just trying to work something out.
1: Yeah, go on. Uh, I'm not convinced that soliciting is it right. I will yeah, Google it. it. I do you know. I Google Paying it.
16: Paying for it isn't illegal. Taking the money is.
1: Right. Hang on a minute. Hang on. A. As usual, yeah. the yeah.
16: woman yeah. gets the sticky end of the lollipop. Well, or whatever you pay. Yeah. for. that's
9: what is. That's what a lot of people are into. Um. Yeah, but I'm tra- I'm trying to sort of like as a pers- look at a person centred way, a humanistic way. the the the, the drug the, the, the drug issue is it's clearly the, the prime motivator. Maybe you know what I'm picking up. And if we could decriminalise that, no, hang on a minute, um, like, hang on a minute, because
1: you're boring me now. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm teasing. sorry, I'm boring you. Well, you, you, yeah, you, you are actually uh, right. So. Prostitution itself the exchange of sexual services for money is legal but soliciting in a public place is illegal as is curb crawling right so they both are brothels pimping and pandering what's pandering is that when they dress up as long that is when they dress up as pandas P- pandering is the facilitation or provision of a prostitute in the arrangement of a sex act with a customer okay right.
16: same as pimping surely I
1: don't yeah, whatever um so yeah
16: I feel like I watched that show in real time and didn't get it Uh
1: Sorry, I was miles away. Let's go to the other Take a trip into the
0: alternate reality of late-night radio. I think I'm in something like The Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative.
6: Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there
1: anybody out there?
0: On Talk Radio.
1: Hello. But life is slower for Chris Jagger, who this week performed to a crowd of just 30 people in a village pub. We've pl- played to l- less than 30, Catherine. Fewer. Yeah. Um, no, it was definitely less. So, there were no one no, as many as 30. We'll carry that story on in a minute. Line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> it's not line two, it's line one. I you lied. You Mick Jagger then? Here we go. I oh, wasn't actually. Here we go. Can I tell you something? When I say the line numbers, generally I'm Shh, lying. Don't tell them. Generally we haven't got that many calls, but I'll say like line nine, even though it's only line one. You're not
16: the only one who does that. I've heard people go nine. Line 23. Here we go. Well, let's,
1: let's try it. Line 23, you're on the wireless. Hello? He's bottling it. His name is Tim, and he's too scared to speak on the phone. That was very, very close to a chalky voice, and I didn't mean it to be. What
16: on earth is going on tonight?
1: A smattering of locals dined on pub food as they watched the younger Jagger perform.
16: Can I just say something? In this time of when we're told that pubs are declining, 30 in a pub is quite a lot. Mm. Continue.
1: Hours after Sir Mick delighted 66,000 fans um, at a sell-out London Stadium gig. And while Sir Mick and the Rolling Stones can rake in hundreds of thousands from one show, Chris and his band charge just £15 a head. Hey, I know this pub. We used to go there when I was a kid. They used to have a really good um, climbing frame outside. He performed at, in a small dining room at the Crooked Billet Pub in Henley-on-Thames on Wednesday. Uh, around 30 people paid their small entry fee on top of a pub dinner, while those lucky enough to be in the front row of the Rolling Stones gig paid hundreds of pounds. A well-known fixture on the local folk music scene, Chris, 70, has never quite managed the sell-out success of his older brother. Meanwhile, I do think the Rolling Stones... I wouldn't mind seeing the Rolling Stones. This is my last chance gone, because i will be dead. But I do think they're rubbish. I do think they're a terrible, terrible band. Very slack. Meanwhile, to so 74... It's not, it's not bad. Oh, Kate, okay, you've got
16: to do you got to put your chest down. Oh, no, he talks more like that, talks doesn't he? Like... Oh, okay.
1: Hey, 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 mate. I think pissed off of me. I'm playing
16: guitar. calls him Brenda, doesn't he, or something?
1: Oh, my, my, my dick is bigger than Mick Jagger's dick. <laughs> That's what he writes about in his autobiography, about Does his he? penis being bigger than Mick Jagger's, yeah. Oh. My, my uh, old fellow it's bigger, bigger than Mick Jagger's album.
16: Ain't what you do, it's the way you do it.
1: Yeah, he's got a tiny cock and he doesn't know how to use it, probably <laughs> I'm playing the guitar. <laughs> so meanwhile, Sir Mick 74 will hit the stage along with his bandmates for their 2nd sellout London gig tonight ahead of a 14-day tour of Europe. The married folk singer has said his career was hampered because of constant comparisons with his multi-millionaire brother, like no. this story here.
16: I don't believe that. Let's, hang on,
1: let's see we can find. What's his name? Chris? Chris Jagger. Let's find a Chris Jagger... Uh, let's find a Chris Jagger song. Here we go. Chris Jagger, how come you taste so good? <laughs> now, now, now. Ooh. Chris Jagger, just like a black girl should. As he That's like what it's about. Not being racist. Not being racist. He's being racist. Well. Uh, saying that um, uh, black girls taste like brown sugar.
16: I think he could say worse things about a woman. No, don't you.
1: She tastes like sour milk now, now, now. Here we go. This is Chris Jagger singing Yesterday's Song by Chris Jagger. Here we go. This is Chris Jagger. Oh, yeah. on. Wanna make sweet love to you, baby? Wanna flip you over and do it from behind. Okay.
16: Now, and you wonder why they get over familiar with you. Doesn't
1: <laughs> he sound like
13: Mick? Oh, yeah.
16: I would why actually he, say he's a best singer.
1: Why is he trying to But he's trying to sound like Mick Jagger.
16: Don't know what you mean.
1: It's like um, it's like um, I heard I heard this song for the first time the other day. Right, um, right, it's bloody awful. Um, it's blood. It really is an awful, awful song. Right, but it, it, uh, this is the thing. They're not they're not paying for ads here, so. Um... Skip out. Here we go. Uh, It's live. live. I don't want a live version. Uh, Here we go. Sitting on the doorstep of the house
13: again to fall. I can feel you there.
1: Thinking of a reason. Well, it's really not very. So, why would Julian Lennon? deliberately try and sound like his dead dad well. right there's there's one good I ju- just
16: thought that the way his voice comes out
1: oh no they put it through a, through a, the thing that's phased echo. that is and the strings this is um right this is a great song this is this is a great great song hang on a second this this and this deserved to be a hit here we go <laughs> because I remember, in fact, it's awful. Line one, you're on the wireless.
14: Good evening, Kath. Good evening, line one. Is you okay? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Uh, it's John, by the way. Yep. Um, you know, you were talking about uh, talcum powder stuff before. Talcum powder stuff, yes. Yeah, do you think uh, soot might take the place? Oh, that's not a bad suggestion. Soot! <laughs> <Shut! laughs>
1: Britain's very own very own talcum powder soot
16: (laughs) there's a slight design flaw in that if you're getting out of a bath or clean isn't there
1: he makes a good point though it's powdery it's it you could put it in one of those tubes with the like the salt top on the end thing and it um uh it smells nice i'm sure it absorbs the uh, moisture yes
14: that's a great idea john i think it is as well um, which brings me onto the, uh, a story from the 60s if you don't mind a <clears throat> story from the 60s
16: oh I wasn't there growing up
14: in the 60s what was it growing like growing up in the 60s <clears throat> it was fun um, when, when I was about 10 years old how
16: many baths did you have uh, a week one
14: S- sorry, how, sorry many, Kath, how
16: many baths did you have in a week one
14: you wouldn't have had, have, uh, what? He would have had one a month oh, in front that's of the fire that's, that's, what, that's another story that yeah, one and right?
16: you had to wait for your dad to finish
14: no, 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 no. I, I wasn't encouraged to have a bath at all, and we had a big bath. <laughs> um,
16: why why didn't they I want I you to? That, why didn't they want you to have a bath so you catch your death? I
14: don't. I, I just don't know. if They didn't want us to have one, I just it wasn't really encouraged, you know. But it's because um, because my mother was suffering mental health at the time, oh. you know. Ah,
16: what did you do then? Squaddy wash, pits and bits.
14: Just whenever. I, I think, you know, just whenever. Of course, like, like I say, I, I, I wasn't really taught, you see. I, I was a little bit of a scruff, I was a bit um, feral when I was a kid, you know. Uh, I was still here, I was still on.
16: You're on? Yeah, you're on, we're listening. Tell what? us your like, story from
14: the 60s. Uh, this is the story, aye. Um, when I was about 10 years old, I, 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 I met up with a lad who was a little bit older. He was about 13, coming on 14, um, and he said, do you fancy coming to do a bit work? So I said, aye, fair enough, um, and I end up going working for this um, cool man. He used to, you know, these pre-packed bags, what they used to sell in the corner shops. <coughs> bags of cool.
1: Yes.
16: We can imagine it, we don't remember it.
1: Yeah, go on.
14: Oh, well, <laughs> right. Yeah, don't you turn don't it remember.
1: into a quiz, keep it a story.
14: <laughs> right, okay, well, um, I, I used to work there um, when I was about 10, 11 years old. On a weekend and, and a lot of times through so the week because I never used to go to school, you know. Um, and we used to get like um, two bob a half a crown a day for what we're doing, you know. Yeah. Um, this because the suit, like the suit, got us onto the uh, the cool. So um, we used to um, like go into the, this big garage.
1: We finish at one. Martin Kellner's on at one, John, just to just to flag
14: that up.
16: Tell us about the garage, Look John. Here. What happened in the garage? Right
14: there, well, his right, right, big garage had a big ramp, and a um, bloke used to go down to the coal yard with his, with his tipper truck, and one of the lads used to shovel the coal off the top of the truck and load it up, and he'd come up and tip it into the hopper, and I would shovel it with a little hand shovel and put it into these paper bags. Um and this one time this bloke got a lot of orders in and my dad was on night shift and my mother never realized I wasn't in the house. So I, I was actually working night shift filling bags of court with this bloke, you know. But uh, the police came on top and um and took me home. <laughs> That's it.
16: What a tale.
14: Thank
1: you for calling, John. Always appreciated, mate. 0344 is the telephone number. So he, he used to put coal in a bag.
5: Yeah.
1: And then he didn't. I used to love when the coal man came. He used to love the coal delivery. He used to love it. He used to, and he used to march through the house. We had the coal... Do you have a coal bunker? We had a coal bunker that my dad made. My dad yeah. made it, if I remember it correctly. This sort of grey concrete, horrible thing in the garden. And he'd come in and he'd fill it up. And it, we, had, we had little... Um, little coal scuttle that we would we would fill up and take to the. Oh, I used to love it.
16: My grand and granddad had a coal bunker, and me and my cousins, all girls, used to uh, get up on and dance on it. That was the stage. Yeah, I, oh. coal bunker. They're on the coal bunker again, Joe.
1: The um um uh, hopefully the house I'm buying has got a fire in one of in one of the rooms in what's going to be my um studio. It's got a fire. Um,
16: in the snug. You're no. going to get some irons and like horse brasses and all that.
1: Uh, like yeah, oh, do you know what? I might do actually. I might, I might go um, full on racist, full on racist <laughs> Britain. <laughs>
16: what's racist about
1: horse brasses? Right. Tell me someone who's got a horse brass, brass that isn't a racist. Tell me one um,
16: person. Uh... Thank you very much
1: indeed. You can't do it. Is it because it it's mostly uh,
16: grandparents? Do like? you know
1: what's what's funny, mm-hmm. right? Because we're sort of due an advert, a trail here um and every time i look at sam he just he just like moves over to the oh, thing. he's paying attention him. he pays
16: attention
1: he pay this uh, not yet so um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number let's let's never mention this show again tonight shall we I
16: oh don't... they've been worse shows <gasps> sorry there have been worse shows
1: come see come uh poor sam He has released, so Chris Jagger has released a handful of albums with little success, while Sir Mick and the Stones have managed eight UK number one singles and ten (laughs) chart-topping albums. Chris, who supplemented his income by driving taxis... What is this story about? ...said... It's, it's it's just... it's it's Poking about...
16: fun at someone. No, what it
1: is, it's a story. What it should be written as is a story of a bloke who's worked really, really hard his life. He's followed his dream, and when it's not, you know, to put money in the, the family's mouths, he's he's taken all kinds of odd jobs. Yeah. That's what the story should be. He said it's shaming some old bloke, because he's not as famous as his brother. Hello, line one.
11: Hey, Ian, it's Cam. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Um... I, I think I'm doing something similar to you at the moment, but, um, well, I, th- I think I heard even like you're moving house.
1: I'm moving house. I thought I thought you'd make you mate, you're doing a really bad show, because <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing tonight. Very strange vibe <laughs> tonight, Cam. Very, very strange vibe.
11: It happens, it happens, but, yeah. um, I, yeah, no, I'm moving, not house, but just a sort of room, because I don't have enough stuff to have a whole house at oh. the moment. And, um, but there you go, one day, but, um, yeah. I'm moving, moving house, and, um, the thing for for me is the this, this stuff that I... because I lived in the same place for three years. Yeah. Now, yeah. And um, and it's kind of it's almost like a time capsule. I'm taking stuff off the shelves. Yeah. And finding stuff behind. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, so I, I found like a lot, lot of about. that.
1: A lot a lot of stuff that I thought had gone missing. Some some photos, some happy photos, some sad photos, and little bits and pieces, little bits of treasure and junk primarily is what I'm finding. Yeah. What have you found? <laughs> a lot of junk
11: as well I actually found um, well, my, my, The key to my bike lock My bike's been locked in my parking space For about two years And I oh. thought I, It was stuck there I didn't know how to Get rid of it But oh. I do have the keys it was Behind my DVDs So it turns out Of course it was but, um, For security Yeah, yeah. Why, why didn't I look there I don't know I didn't look there before. Huh? Um, I got loads of, a load of tickets As well I just like, got all these Out in front of me As well now A of like tickets I
1: don't know what, Why Do you say tickets for stuff? No No, I don't. (laughs) I don't save tickets. And maybe in 20 years time, I might go, I wish I had those tickets. But but I I, I haven't got tickets from 20 years ago. And I don't miss them. Actually, I don't miss them. All my stuff because I'm moving. I've I've been living in a flat for a while where I've just got some basics and all my stuff's in the house. And all I've got are, are books loads of books loads of CDs loads of albums and that's it i've got no furniture i'm not taking any furniture with me i've got i've got got, got i've got two mugs and a plate and that's it you know but this it turns out there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of boxes of not very much stuff it's weird
11: yeah i feel like, I, like most of my stuff i feel like i could throw away
1: yeah no don't. Yeah.
11: Keep, um, it. keep it and keep it and these these i don't know like these t- like tickets i've got and it's kind of like two thousand and fourteen, like shows that I went to see and stuff like that, and then sort of got like, two thousand seventeen, so not even that long ago. But it's probably I I, I throw it away now and it's
1: um, right, hang on a minute. Let me tell right, right. What, what was what, the ticket what was the ticket for two thousand and seventeen? Oh,
11: 2017. I kind of threw my tickets across across the table as I was saying that. So I kind of lost my 2017.
1: Ticket. Right. well, It was obviously not That's a very it. memorable show. It was last year. <laughs> did you fall in love that night? Did you propose to a girl? Did you get off with a girl did, or a boy? I don't know your preference. Did Did anything you know massive happen that night? Uh, okay. No. It, I went to nine to f-
11: an amateur production of the music on nine to five on, t- on the 20th of April at 8
1: p.m. I thought I you meant for like, like impressive sure. oh chuck that for goodness sakes boy come on <laughs> chuck that
16: <laughs> oh my yeah, god that you're nearly mr trebus keeping that crap
1: <laughs> oh god that you've reminded me that's my worry is that in this house because yeah. what you do what, what you do um cam is when you when you move you fill the space so this is a really nice mile It's miles and miles away which is why i can afford it right one in my family or where i yeah, work yeah. but it's like two hours to get into work every- anyway um but i and i'm thinking god it's, it's quite a big house for a one person and i've not got much stuff but what i will do is i will fill it because you you you, you get enough and i was thinking today god i'm going to become mr trebus I'm gonna be. Kind. I don't know <laughs> if you get the reference, can but I'm gonna be. Kind. Oh, it was. It was a, I remember Wizard
11: the, the show where they used to go around like clearing people's houses out and there's up orders and stuff. Orders, it? yeah, and he, and he had, exactly Like the yeah. council came round to his house time and time again.
1: Yeah, Mr. Trebus was a was a. If you don't know, who he is go and Google him and YouTube him. He's, he's a, a really fascinating story. Chuck him, chuck him, chuck him. Yeah, they're going in the bin. Cheers, Ian. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Although no, this is like, it's it's that. It's like some tiny bits of paper he's thrown Nobody's away. it's what
16: it represents.
1: It represents seeing an amateur production, of 9 to 5. <laughs> Good evening, Line 2, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, hello.
12: hello Line 2, hey. hello, Jerry. Hey, uh, one thing, it's be so exciting. It's a cold bunk, it's a cold man. But, yes, the, the hole in the ground will be up there barrel's down. We didn't have a hole
1: in the ground, we didn't have, we, it was like a little,
12: like a mini shed. No, has a pups, 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 it's a big, bell down.
1: the, the belt I'm, yeah. um, you're a bit shaky tonight, Jay. I'm struggling to understand you, mate. Um, actually, I can't. It's better. That's better. That's better. Deep breaths. There we go. Deep, 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 deep breaths. Deep, <laughs> deep breaths. Hot weather, thing. Yeah. Hot, I think
6: hot
12: weather, thing I see red. Even the singing's not
1: not working tonight.
12: Oh, Jesus. I tell you what, you got me into the Beatles. You got me into the Beatles. Have I got you into the Beatles? Yeah. I
2: do
1: the Revolver album. Revolver. Revolver's the one. Rubber Soul, Revolver and Abbey Road. Those are the three.
12: I didn't realise... Your mindset on you is
1: this corporation. Oh, Jerry, I can't understand you tonight, man.
12: Corporation, George Harrison, I got my set on you. Come on, set on you, No. And I, I get it. Oh, buddy.
1: Jerry, Jerry, I'm not, I'm not getting it tonight, man. I'm really sorry. Give us a call. Give us a call on Monday. Take care, fella. I'm really sorry, mate. I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm sorry, Jerry. Thank you, man. Um, I can, I can can get them today. It's the heat. The heat is is not great for people with conditions like Parkinson's and MS. Hello, line one. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yes. Yeah,
11: this is Tim. It's just a quick question. Like, dinner know when you were talking about books and tickets? Yes. Well, who does the more? Do people read books more nowadays, or do people go on concerts nowadays?
1: What? Well, it's like saying do people eat cheese more nowadays or do people drive cars more nowadays <laughs> no, you no, can do no. you can
11: do both like who what, what what happens more do people read books more or do people go to concerts more but the,
1: but what i don't the understand why you're tickets? saying those two things because tickets yes but why are you comparing b- books and concerts because it because that person who rang earlier on. Yeah, no, I know I know why you're talking about concerts, and I know why you're talking about books, but I don't know why you're comparing the two. Have I missed something? I don't know why um, you're... Yeah, comp-
11: no, no, what I'm saying... Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is... Do people go to concerts more, or do they read books more? Yeah, do more? people read Why are you saying do it? Go to concerts more? Yeah, the reason I'm saying that is yes. because... Do you know when that Jesus said that he saves his tickets?
1: I, yeah, that prompted you to think of concerts. Nowadays,
11: Nowadays, I would save tickets more than books because people don't read books no more. That's what I was trying to say. And if you go to pawn shops, you make a lot more money off tickets than you do off
1: books. You can't make it off tickets.
11: What ticket? What uh, uh, old tickets? It's got to be a fame. It's got to be like a famous do, yeah. But
1: you don't get. You can't go to a, like cash converters with some with <laughs> some tickets. <laughs> no, I'm on about I'm about like proper tickets. But like what? You know what I'm talking No, about. I don't. You do. I don't. Like what? Like Adele. Like, say
11: say you've paid for a ticket to go to a famous do. Where, where,
16: Who <laughs> What famous do?
1: Any famous what, do. What, you, what? Like Spandau life Ballet, when they reformed. To see you live. Right. If I, paid for,
11: if I paid to see you live. Yes. I would save that ticket. Weirdo. Just sell it to the pawn shop. <laughs> you
5: couldn't sell, a, <laughs> you couldn't
1: couldn't sell a used ticket to the for the rabbit hole to a pawn shop. Who's going to buy yeah. that? Well,
11: people who were your fans, obviously. Well, and, they, and, fans, they, and, so and
16: they happen across a pawn shop.
11: <laughs>
16: yes. How much well, can you get? When was the last
1: time you sold a ticket at Cash <laughs> Converters?
11: Never. No, I'm about to drop a porn shop. But do you know what our pawn shops work?
16: How are you spell pawn? P A P A W N.
11: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right.
1: How do you, do you know how pawn shops work? Yeah, it'd I don't know. Right. Probably. So what you do? Basically, a pawn shop is a money lender, right? So yeah. So you go in with, say, you got uh, you got some jewellery. Yeah, but you also take antiques too. Yeah, yeah. So you got some jewellery, right? That is worth about 150 quid. Yeah. You go to the pawn shop. You go right. How much can you give me for this? Now look at and go. Well, we can give you seventy-five. Right? You go. Okay, fine. So you get the seventy-five quid and you get a ticket. And the ticket means that yeah. if
16: don't say tickets this man. No. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. You get a receipt. A you get a slip. You get a slip, right? So that the, there can be two ways of doing it, right? You can either have you can either let have like a, a set amount of time, say a month, where if you go back and you pay the you pay the seventy-five quid back, you get the stuff back. Or they can, as soon as you've given them the jewellery and you've got the 75 quid, they can put that Mm jewellery in the window for 125 quid. And you can either go back and and buy it back for the 75 quid or they will sell it and, and stuff. So why would, again, I ask you, why would they want a ticket for a concert?
11: There is certain concerts. There is certain concerts where you can just buy a ticket if you save it for 20 odd
1: years. 50 years, could, could you whatever. please give me an example of that? That's what I've been asking for for five. An example. It like the Rolling, a Rolling Stones concert or something. Like okay, th- thanks for calling Tim. I mean,
16: so if you wanted Rolling Stones memorabilia, you would be trawling pawn shops. Is that what we're getting from yeah, that.
1: Like, like a Beatles ticket or a, a Jimi Hendrix ticket.
16: Yeah, of course. Be on eBay. Why is he going to a pawn shop? <laughs>
0: Go to the front. Late night conversation wealth losing sleep The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk
1: Let's go to line three Good evening, line three
12: Hello Hello Is it, i yeah, it's Nigel uh, Nigel yeah. It's Nigel Farage Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Farage>. <laughs> you silly old racist <laughs> son, yes.
1: Yeah, that, that was bad. That was close, close to a Nigel, wasn't it, Farage? Yes, Nigel. In?
12: Hello, good evening. I yeah, I can only just hear you because I'm on the mobile. Oh. Um, ah. so, oh. Can I ask you something, Ian?
1: They're famed for people not being able to hear the...
12: Yes, you can. Um, yes, about about your TV show. Mm, yes. Um, I wanted to come to your show one, when it's in London or, or Brighton. Uh, And um, I've got a friend uh, in Mason said he can bring me, uh, which is good. Okay, well, tickets are £12. It won't won't cost me... uh, £12 to you? Tickets are £12. Oh, sorry. Yeah, do I have to have a ticket, then? Yes, you do. It's a ticketed event. Oh, well, even for the people, even for the stars... Uh, the people that are on no, the radio. No, I don't pay. Do yeah, you pay? Me
1: yeah. and Catherine and Katie Puttrick will not be paying, no.
12: No, but, but people that are on the radio do.
1: Yes, they do, 12 yes. £12
12: per ticket. So mm. does my friend have to pay as well, the driver? It,
1: does your friend want to come in and see the show?
12: Of course, yeah. He wants to see me sing, Yeah, that, if I uh, right. perform, yeah. Okay, well,
1: yeah. there's a, a couple of things that just popped up there. Yes, mm. yes if he wants to come in, it's £12 pounds a ticket. Yes. Um And where and when are you singing, Nigel?
12: Well, uh, when is the next event? Is it? Is it next? I think he he told me it was next Sunday, not this Sunday, but the next.
1: Next Sunday, yes.
12: Not not this Sunday.
1: Next Sunday, yes.
12: Oh, just next uh, the day after tomorrow. No, not this
1: Sunday. Oh, this... Next Sunday, yes.
12: That's what he said. Yeah, the four, That's, uh, a that week's that, time. That, that, that yeah, friend yeah. is right.
1: Yeah,
12: a week's time. Um, he must have found that out from you somehow.
1: Or the um, internet, or the... from me somehow.
12: So I, where, where do I get the ticket from?
1: If you go to, have you got a pen and paper? No.
12: No, I haven't got. I'll get my friend to do it uh, if if you can tell me the details. I, I, if you I've go to
1: ticketsource.co.uk/slash ian lee
12: Oh, he, he should know what to do. My friend. If he, he goes there, to my website, search, if he goes
1: to my yeah. website and clicks on events, yeah. he will see it there.
12: Yes. All oh, right. Yeah, I'll tell him then. And but, he's got to pay himself, hasn't he as well? So, so someone, um, someone's got. To. W-
16: w- yeah. What's yeah, this idea you've, you've got, got of what who, who singing? Um, well, uh, but, uh, even if I
12: don't sing, I'd like to come along. I mean, it, 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 um, it'd be good, wouldn't it, a, a night out. It's, it's in the evening, isn't it? It's six till eight in the... Oh, that's nice, yeah, and it won't be too late to get up to work the next day, will it? So, but, oh. Um Okay, Nigel. I think I he'll think look forward to it, my friend. Dar- Darren Lawrence is on uh, Facebook. Darren, he, He's met you before, I think.
1: Okay, well, yeah. say, we'll, say, well tell Darren yeah, no. he knows what to do.
12: So oh, we, we need two tickets then, two tickets to come to it. It's in London, next t- London. I tell
1: you what, Nigel. I will tell you what. Yes. I tell you what. You, for the two of you, you need if you get one ticket for the two of you. Yes. So so you can split it between. I think that's fair. For, so why
12: well, can't we really do that?
1: They might not let us in. No, they but, will. They will because oh. it's a tiny venue, and me and Kath will keep an mm-hmm. eye on it. So if the two mm-hmm. of you get one ticket, you'll um you'll you'll get in, and we might get your. For up twelve to sing-
12: pounds. For twelve pounds.
1: Yes just one ticket one okay. ticket and, and, and we there. might I'll get finish. you up to, we might get you up to sing a song but we might well, it not would be good it, well, it would be good should i bring sure my backing tape with me no because it's oh. we haven't we haven't got the facilities to do that
12: oh so what would I sing to something you've got there already?
1: you probably uh, have to sing acapulco
12: oh it doesn't matter I, i've got lots lots of tunes on that. yeah okay um so it, it's going to be on youtube isn't it yes it is uh, any chance of it getting onto any national Television station?
1: Absolutely or. none whatsoever.
12: But uh, there be a lot of people there, will there, do you
1: think? There's, we've sold yeah. 72 tickets.
12: Mm. Any, any stars might turn up, anything like that? Katie Puckrick's going to be there. Is, is she play the guitar as well? Is it mm, the one?
1: No. Oh, Katie
12: Puckmore, I was thinking. Katie, Putmore, was thinking of the other Katie one. Puckmore, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, thanks, Nigel. So I'll, I'll get on to my friend. Uh, to
1: yeah, uh, yeah, you get on, yeah. Line two, you're on the wireless do you know what i'm glad we cut nigel off for that <laughs> um we cut with that yeah there, there are a handful of tickets left for the show on sunday june the third six till eight katie puckrick is the special guest uh we've also got a show in um uh, manchester on july the 28th we've got brighton later in the year Those shows are on sale. Oh, and Bath is on sale for November at the Rondo Theatre. Uh, If you go to com and click on events, you'll see it all there. And the tickets for Edinburgh and Glasgow, uh, early September, they're going to go on sale next week.
16: Are they confirmed those dates? They
1: have confirmed the second and the third. Edinburgh, I believe, is the second. And uh, Glasgow, I think, is the third. I think I've got that the right way around. And they're going to go on sale next week. Big venues. The ones in Edinburgh, and Glasgow, but, but, but we played a big venue in Newcastle, and, and uh, thirty people turned up—the same number that Chris Jagger got. Got, and it was all right. They made it work. We made it work again. It'd be early evening, sort of sort of like four till seven or something like that, five till eight, something like that. Um, so it, yeah, it'd be nice. It's, you know, it, it, here's the thing, Scottish people, you better come because we've had so many emails and tweets. You know, Are you going to come to Scotland? late? you know. Uh, well, okay. Well, we're coming to Scotland, like you know. So you you better not let us down. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, we, it was going to be mayhem on the streets of up north. Seriously, we're we're gonna. Me and Kath are gonna go. We're gonna tear up um, Glasgow and Edinburgh. We're gonna we're gonna smash some windows.
16: I'm gonna knock things over. Yeah. Not pick them up. There we go.
1: That is exactly. Um, that is exactly.
16: I what's... might kick a bin
1: going to happen you know we were talking about we haven't got time for this now so we might do it next week but we were talking the other day about woody allen mm. and um and i was saying and woody allen being a sex offender was the the, the thing and uh, the child rapist even Martin come in and i was saying that i didn't think the woody allen situation was as clear-cut as weinstein and glitter mm. and savile and um, I struggled to express it because it's a tough thing to express, really. And I was getting all tongue-tied because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. And lots of people were calling me out for being a paedophile excuser and stuff like that. It's a really interesting thing. It was on Twitter the other day. It's in the pa- some of the papers today, and it'll be in the papers over the weekend. One of um, Mia Farrow's sons, mm. uh, a guy called Moses. Did you read this, Moses? Yeah, it I did. It, it, it basically said he was there on the day and the night that the um that the alleged molestation of Dylan, Dylan yeah. um that faro took place and he says it
16: couldn't have happened
1: couldn't have happened didn't happen and here is why and here is why and here is why so it's one voice versus another um he also clears up the thing about um Sunyi being his daughter being Woody Allen's daughter and not not his daughter still weird still a weird situation Mm. but not a daughter not adopted in any way and just sets a few things straight and I I do think that the Woody Allen thing is not as clear cut definitely not not. definitely
15: not one thing's for sure
16: though that family is messed up oh yes
15: I was going to say I was saying that to my kids the other day you want to look at a dysfunctional family you know because they'll have a go at myself and wife and uh, each yeah. other and stuff yeah. and i said at least you're not one of mia pharaohs yeah yeah you know because that is a dysfunction but then family.
1: there's then he, this, this moses guy kind of says that mia pharaoh's dad mm. was was um a, a child molester and um and mia pharaoh I mean, is fascinating it's a really interesting read and it's moses pharaoh yes. i think i guess his last name is yeah and um he just kind of says now i don't know who's telling the truth but it's it's
15: a really interesting read it was very thoughtfully done they might
16: all be telling the truth yeah yeah Yes, like in little bits.
15: Yeah, yeah. I think people call Woody Allen out mainly I mean because he's not been charged with anything and all the yeah. investigations into him yeah, yeah. have come up clean. Two investigations. But people don't or women especially yeah. find the Soon-Yi thing very difficult to live with. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why they call him out. And also because of the films that he made in the 70s like Manhattan it's all which old do man look a and bit, very young Yes, young girls, precisely. Yeah. Which do look pretty creepy and deconstructing Harry and a couple of other yeah. movies that he's made and they don't sit comfortably with women no. so and, and i can see why yeah. i can see why it's not as
1: clear cut as polanski who is oh, who, God, you no. know fed kids drugs and uh, anyway we have a minute martin to <laughs> sell your show
15: well let me sell it for you it's uh, brilliant tonight we're oh, uh, well he doesn't so, mind does he <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant <laughs> it's good for you I, i've no idea why but i've i've got have got a strong feeling it's been we have loads of listeners in the first 5 minutes you, we get your spike. Oh. You've got a spike. I looked at the graphs this oh, did afternoon. You? Yeah, I went in with oh. the boss, and they all show you the graphs. Oh. And he said, Look how well you're doing for the first five minutes. So I'm really looking forward to that. I don't but think you, that
1: graph's going to work tonight because we, it's been a very tense show tonight. been weird. Mm, how's it? The very strange vibe.
15: I think the weirdness helps the spike. I, I think the I've,
1: I've deactivated my Twitter during the show. Have you? So yeah, yeah, I have. Um, so that's it. So you, you Yeah, it's, it's
15: it, I can't remember. We're doing lots of really good <laughs> stuff. We're doing the uh, the Lawyer's Film Club, which is quite good. Oh, yeah. You know, people coming in with uh, movies that would be enjoyed by people in the legal profession. We've got lots of and yeah. we'll, we'll get the latest uh, start of the show on the uh, very, very, very important vote in uh, oh, Ireland.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, it looks like it's yeah. OK, brilliant. We're, we're, uh, Martin Kellner is up tonight and tomorrow night. Yep, we'll yep. be back uh, on Monday at 10. Have a lovely weekend. Till then, from us, ta-ta.